Welcome back. Podcast number, Evil GT, podcast number, no, no, not doing it, not doing it, not doing the music. I'm not talking then. Podcast number 10. Silent Over protest. to you. Over to you. That's it, end of podcast. Thanks for watching, see you next week. Play me music, you cop All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting worse and worse. Yeah, we're bored of it now. 10 podcasts. Well, you, listen. We've still got the same music. You must know now how to change these things on there. What's up with you? Yeah, I can change it as in, this is what it sounds like now. Nothing. Well done. Just just put some it on. I don't want to. We need some intro music, intro and outro. That's what we need. Look. So people know I don't it's e an evil GT podcast. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we need to start this off. Gordon Bennett. Let's get going. Mm. So welcome back. Podcast number 10. Is it? And It is podcast Normal number 10. Normal podcast number 10. Normal podcast. Yeah. So All right. for people watching this on YouTube and Patreon... Thank you very much to the Patreon uh, subscribers. You got a breath, you, mate. Yeah, I've been moving a load of stuff downstairs. <laughs> Knackered now. People, the, the house is upside down. I've got a load of furniture underneath us in the garage. Oh, God, here we go. And it's full of, like, skirting boards and all kinds of stuff. The Are stuff's going to get ruined, isn't it? So is this going to be another session where you get half an hour's worth of, oh, my house is fucking knackered, looks like a bomb's hit it? Are we going to get another... You know what, you know what I shouldn't doing? say that, actually, because of what's going on in Ukraine. That, obviously, is just a figure of speech, but my apologies, because what's going on in Ukraine is fucking horrific. So, go on. It does, to be honest, look like there's a bomb dropped downstairs. It is. It is, like, bad Apart fish from shit the, everywhere. the building's, like, structurally okay. Inside is not. There's stuff everywhere. Yeah. We'll get there. Well, yeah, I don't want to hear any more about your house. It's fucking bored me to death. Don't ask me, then. <laughs> fucking move on. Move on to something else. It's the only thing I've got to talk about at the moment. I know. Me, me house. Well, you must have more to talk down. about. What have, we, what, have we, what have we done this week? Well, well last week, what have we done? Going back to, um, yeah, we we did the last podcast on Thursday last week. This is quite an early one just because we're dead busy doing other stuff this week. Double so busy. We had to fit the podcast in at some point. We did. So, going back to next last Thursday. So, today is Monday, and then we did the previous podcast on Thursday. It's confusing because, obviously, you see them on a Saturday. Or whenever else. That's when they go on Patreon, right? Yeah. And then they make their way to YouTube eventually. Who knows when they go on there. But uh, last Thursday, after we did the podcast, we went. it was Paddy's day. It was Paddy's day. Yeah, so we went and got fucked up, didn't we? We did really get smashed, yeah. D13 in Nutsford with Nathan. Nathan is um, the professional um, precision. Drinker. Apart from <laughs> professional drinker, yeah. He's a professional <laughs> pisshead, yeah. And... Um, you're going to see for yourselves, actually. So if you sign up to our Patreon, you will actually see for yourself because he's on, he's going on on Wednesday, isn't he? So yeah. not tomorrow, day after. The, well, the he'll already up. be on. Oh, yeah, by the time this goes on, yeah, it will, yeah. So you, you'll have already, if, you, if you're on Patreon, you'll have seen it, yeah. Yeah. That is a long, that was a that was three and a half hours-ish of, of getting pissed and talking nonsense. Do you know, I don't even know what we spoke about in that podcast. I well, really don't. There was little bits about what he got up to in the, the Fast and Furious shows that he did and, and sort of what he earns for being a precision stunt driver and all this kind of stuff. So mm. it was interesting. It was interesting, like, the, the kind of bits. But I think it just sort of got, I don't know, it just ended up being, like, a bullshit conversation that you talk when you've had a few beers. So it a normal, a normal podcast then? It was a normal podcast completely. For us. We just, the only thing is, we got the beer, we got the beer cups, drunk uh, one and two, Yeah, uh, but there's nothing in them. It's just for a bit of colour, backdrop colour. We're having a bit of time off. Foreground colour. We are, we, we need to really. Paddy's day got out of hand. I mean, we, we, we didn't think about like on these podcasts, like saying what we've done in the previous few days, but we'll say it anyway. So uh, Paddy's, we went out, a few of the lads there who we know, 
now, and we know him a bit better because we got absolutely hammered with him. Hey, guess who was out? You saw him. We was out with Lewis Hamilton's brother. We oh, didn't yeah. speak to him because obviously he's like famous, isn't he? But he's too too famous to um, yeah, he was talking out. to us. He was out in D13. Shane was out with his missus. Yeah, who Shane else was out. He was on the podcast as well. So we've had and Motti uh, was Motti out? No, no Motti didn't come out. Um, again, Motti was on the podcast as well, the exclusive one. So yeah, it was um, it was a really good night. But as a good, see the thing is, we're getting pissed. Is the better the night is, the worse the next day is. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, uh, I'll tell you the um, the message. So this is Thursday. Then we come. We were going to do a video on uh, the Friday, the day after. So Ben, you know, you still wake up at the same time, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I I couldn't believe it. You know, your I body actually, clock because I didn't get to sleep till about I think it was about half one, something like that, in the morning. Yeah. And I woke up. I remember looking at my phone. I woke up. My head was pounding. And I looked at my phone. It was seven minutes past seven. It's like what? Because I set my alarm for seven o'clock. Some people say, "Oh, that's really late." You was up at six o'clock this morning, weren't you? Because I got a text from you. Yeah, I um, just, six yeah. o'clock. I woke up as I usually do at seven, and um, yeah, I was like, "Wow, my head! Oh my god, I felt awful." Well, I can't find the message bit because there's, there's that much shit between us two on yeah. WhatsApp. But I remember something along the lines of. You said, I feel like shit. Yeah, and I death. said, I feel the same. Let's knock it on the head. Because we were supposed to be doing a video on the e-tron yeah. versus the C63. Yeah, That should be on YouTube now, unless I'm really the laziest editor <laughs> going. Um, <laughs> no I'm, about, I'm about 60, 65% through it as of now. And this yeah. is Monday. So it's go, it should be, on, should be on tomorrow, really. Yeah. Tuesday. So we should have done that video on the Friday, but we ended up putting it back a day and doing it on the Saturday. Yeah. And even on Saturday... I still felt a bit iffy. Yeah. It was, um, it, I don't know how to explain it yet. I mean, put it this way. On the Saturday, we stopped off at that pub, didn't we? What was it called? Like the Grouse and Claret or something like that. Yeah, we went to Matlock. Matlock, yeah. yeah. Which is a nice drive out for those who haven't done it before. But um, yeah, it was, it, we both, I think I was on Blackcurrant and Soda and you had a Coke, didn't you? Yeah. The last thing on my mind was a pint. And the thing is, it's not the fact of like we're driving um, and we're staying professional, not not drinking, not because we. Let me get to the point I'm trying to make anyway. When when we're filming, yeah, we still had a beer when we've been filming different stuff because we went yeah. out to the Peak District once in the M, when we picked the M2 up. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And we did a load of cinematics and stuff, and we stopped off at a pub up there, and we had a beer outside. It was nice weather. Lovely. You know, one beer and drive, it's fine, isn't it? You know, you're not like getting smashed. No. I mean, I draw the limit at one. After that, I get my wife to drive. You do, you're all right, about five. six, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, five and driving it. Yeah, and that is a joke, you know, so yeah, don't think knows. I'm serious. No. Um, he does about four. <laughs> 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 so, um, so yeah, we, but we, yeah, we just had soft drinks and then we come back. So we did that video and that was fine. But as always, we forget to do integrations. Now, going back to the previous podcast or one of the previous ones, when we said about we're not going to smash as many videos out just for the sake of doing videos, what we're going to do is try and concentrate on doing videos and integrating the video with a sponsor. Yeah. Then we can concentrate more on a video because the video on um, Saturday, I picked you up at like eight something. Yeah. And we didn't get back. We got. To, we went to the pub. We went out with um, Obshits. About four hours. Four. Um, when we got back, we got to the pub at half five. Yeah. So it's like a it's a long day. day. Yeah, yeah. It's a long day. Well, it's a long it's not a long day, but it's a long day for us, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's good video wise. Well put it this way, the We Buy Any Car video took forty five minutes to film. 
And so about three hours to edit. And three hours to edit, and that's done well over half a million views. Yeah. And that's the most frustrating thing with, with YouTube because it's it's as much about the con content in the subject of that video as it is the actual content in the video, if that makes sense. And you you can there's got to be a balance for YouTube, I think. You can go health 11 we did it with the focus rs video didn't we where we had the drone out and we spent all day there and the same with the m2 video and it got 20 20 odd thousand views something like that and you think fucking hell that was a lot of a lot of effort i mean i know a lot of people do eight hour days i did 10 11 hour days for for like three and a half years like we've we're not shy of working but when you look at something and think speak for yourself well you are yeah i know but when you look at something and you think it, it's unnecessary like you your effort is focused in the wrong place yeah you can it's not to say that you don't want to do 10 11 hour days but it doesn't need to be focused purely on making a video you can make your video spend four or five hours doing it and then obviously you, you do other things organize other stuff and you know that kind of thing and that's i think it's finding that balance for youtube because i don't think um not to say that the audience for youtube doesn't appreciate it well i suppose i suppose it doesn't really i don't think i don't think the youtube audience goes to youtube for a polished perfect television stroke film production doesn't well, go to youtube for that does it they almost expect a little bit rough around the edges yeah. and i because i'm back doing the editing now uh, this is probably the third video i've edited since uh, nick's no longer with us in six weeks in, <laughs> in six weeks. line yeah i'm smashing it out of the park um <laughs> And what I've gone back to is the editing I used to do at the beginning uh, when we first started the channel off. Not not as polished as, as you could do it, but almost trying to make it a little bit abrupt. So if anybody knows about um, editing, like a jump cut is like where you just cut it and it'll just jump to the next bit without any transition, without any cutaway. Um, so if you just cut it now in between us, it'd look abrupt yeah. and that's like a jump cut. So. Yeah. But I've purposely put them in. Yeah. And what it does do is it does it does show the viewer that you're not for one, you're not watching a polished production. It's a bit you know, it's a bit amateuristic. Yeah. But also people do put them in on purpose. Um mm. I, I watch loads of YouTube stuff over the years that jump cuts are in and I think you could have got away with that jump cut by doing something else. And this is these are like million subscriber channels, right? Yeah. So well, I have seen, is it KC Neistat? 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 Yeah, something He like does that. it. I mean, he's an actual film. He is a film guy. He makes yeah, a film. filmmaker, yeah. All of his, um, I don't know if any of you have heard of KC. Is it Neistat or Neistat? Whatever it is. Neistat or something, yeah. He's an American guy. He's very, very unusual looking, but his, his videos are like, I don't know how to explain his videos. They just sort of suck you right in. They make you think. Yeah. They make you think of what... Just like he thinks outside of the box yeah. for um for for angles and view for the viewer he doesn't just do like that sat there at like four and a half foot high. He'll do weird stuff like he'll put a camera in a weird place. Yeah, and then I mean it's nothing new what he's doing, but what what he is doing is he's making an effort. Yeah, and he makes an effort in his intros and stuff like that. I don't think he does that much on YouTube anymore. No, I think. He, like I I watch him every now and then. I'm like, I've not dropped a video for three months. So he's obviously got other uh, business. He does. Um, um, he's got like some sort of uh, course that you right. can. Um, I think it's a paid course, but he'll basically teach you the the sort of the secrets of film and how to make film stuff like. That. Are you um, but, Are you hinting there? No, no. What? No, 
No, definitely not. Because it's not us that, is it? No. If it was like Casey Neistat uh, production levels, you just, I don't know, it's just, I don't think that our, people want good audio. People mm. don't want, um, you know, 720p shit. No. They want good quality um, uh, picture and good quality audio. But the whole sort of, you know, drone footage and just save it for Top Gear, innit? Yeah, it is good to have that in, but I think quite a big chunk of your audience don't appreciate the effort. No. And that's not being disrespectful disrespectful to, to the audience, you guys. I just think that's a fact with, like, I look into, because I've been doing production for so long on various levels, and I just look at things differently. Um, and anyone in film and media and stuff like that will always look at stuff and, like, say, oh, and I bet no one's no. Like, I, I notice little things. You know when you're doing an over-the-shoulder camera shot and someone is talking, but the, the shot is on the person who's not talking? Yeah. And you can see the side of the face. The mouth's moving. And the mouth's moving. I'm thinking, not saying anything. Yeah. So, and this is on, like, BBC level productions and i you know like yeah decent stuff and it could be on netflix and stuff so i think to myself they're getting away they're getting away with that but they're using cutaways mm-hmm. of like something's being said and then they think oh no we don't need that so we'll get you to do a voiceover and we'll put this other bit in yeah i mean that's like these are these have got big production um budgets as well i presume we haven't got a production uh, production <laughs> budget at all no we haven't you know well that's that takes us back to the reason why i bought casey nacelle by the way nice that weather um was because even he has jump cuts in his uh, videos yeah. shit loads of him he puts jump cuts in and i think it's he does it on purpose to make it so that it is like a a polished amateur production do you know what i mean he does that on purpose to give yeah. that youtube um to give that YouTube feel rather than, because he could, he's a filmmaker, so he could comfortably put a video together and it look unbelievable, like an Abib style um, film. But he knows his audience and he knows that on YouTube, it's like, you know, that's great for promo, great for all that kind of stuff and and things. But from a YouTube point of view, it's just, uh, it's wasted, I think, that kind of effort. Yeah, the jump cuts as well, just thinking about it. uh, jump cuts are used in in film and stuff like that and media to tell a viewer that a longer period of time has has happened than what you're watching. Yeah. So if you've got a twenty second um, segment of a video and there's six jump cuts in it, what the um, what the the film or whatever you're watching is trying to tell you is that isn't twenty seconds of real time. It's like could be two hours. Yeah. Could be someone rummaging through a room trying to find something. What they do is they put a load of jump cuts in and then it tells the viewer that it's taking them ages. It's not taking them 20 seconds to find this thing. Yeah. But we don't use jump cuts in that way. No. We use them to cover up um, pauses, pauses and stuff. Yeah. Like if you did a, a podcast, jump cuts, geez, it would take you hours to edit yeah, it. it. Would. But a podcast isn't meant to be as engaging as as like a YouTube um, no. video. You've got ten to twenty minutes. I mean, that's the general sort of thing in it. Ten to twenty minutes usually is a, a YouTube video length. So you've got ten to twenty minutes to try and keep people as engaged as possible. And the general rule of thumb on YouTube is that if you've got um, if you've got a fifty percent average view duration, you, you're doing really well. And yeah. we amazingly average between sort of fifty and sixty percent. Uh, obviously, if the the big, so like the Etron video that you did, 
that's had 180 odd thousand views now. 190 odd. Is it? Oh, all right, dickhead. <laughs> um, but that's the average view duration, I think, is down at like late 30s, early 40s now. Yeah, it's 40 something. Um, it's about 95 or 96% uh, positive, which is really bad, actually, for YouTube videos. Well, that's because you've upset the electric car fanboys, <laughs> that's why. But. Um, yeah, the so there's a few there's a few different things. So there's uh, percentage likes to dislikes, which we tend to get about ninety eight. Yeah, which again isn't amazing. It sounds good. Yeah, but it, we we would like to think it wants to be around ninety nine. You're always going to get them people that hate you, and they they'll literally dislike it before they've even watched the video just because yeah. they dislike you. Yeah, them people obviously if they're that hating on people, crack on. If if you've got nothing else better to do, just carry on. Yeah. But with the e-tron video, it's touched a nerve because obviously the electric car fanboys have been like, oh no, but just watch the other one that we've done. Yeah. And it's sort of like... Bit of yin and yang, yin yeah. and yang, yang, innit? And don't forget, we're producing stuff to create viewer um, conflict and stuff with the channel and say, oh no, you don't know what you're talking about. More comments, the more people are watched, the more people are engaged, the more money we make from... I mean, that is my views. I'm not bullshitting anyone. Yeah. But... I stayed on the negative side of electric cars. Yeah. I have got a positive side, but a positive side doing a video isn't going to make us any subscribers and any views and any ad rev, to be honest. But um, what I said was, was that is my opinion. I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't lying to anyone about why I'm getting rid of the car, but yeah, that video has made 95%, which is really bad. It's got about 40%, um, uh, the average watch time is about 40, 40 odd Which percent. Is, that will come down because obviously you get new viewers. Well, yeah, there's a shitload. I think the um, the views um, subscribe. <laughs> I'll just interject very quickly because I've just seen this. So I text um, Tim, who's a stock controller at Audi, a friend of mine, and I said, "Has the green machine moved yet? Because it's been at States thirty eight for ages, which is sat at the port, Northern Germany, uh, Emden." And I said, is it moved yet? And he said, uh, not moved yet. So it's still in Germany. Um, ironically, my uh, boss reckons it'll be here for this month. I told him it'll be first, second week of April. Um, so I know more than the general sales manager at Manchester Audi. If anybody meets him, you can tell him that as well. Professional me. His name's Mike as well. I haven't got any problems with Mike. It's just Ben. <laughs> when, it, when he says he's going to deliver a car to him and he doesn't get it, he's like a child with like, I want, I want, I yeah, want. fucking right. I want my car now. Do you know what's funny? Is um, uh, Audi said it was going to be built, build week 48. So it was originally build week 16, going to be here in June. Why would you then say to a customer? We never had this, by the way, when I was there. But why would you then say to a customer... Um, oh, great news we bought you build week 4 to build week 48 December and then not build it then and then when they have built it it's taken weeks and weeks and weeks to actually get shipped like way longer than I know that obviously the world's fucked in it I know that well big style but um, why in, you, more, in more reason, in more ways than one now yeah. with Russia why wouldn't you just leave it as build week 16 and then go when it is built go great news your car's on its way and yeah. that would have been around now to be honest, when you think about it, we shouldn't really be worried about cars getting delivered because when you think of what's happening in Russia, what you think of with COVID, what you think about with cost of living, inflation, and just everything in general, we're worrying about the wrong things. We should really be worrying about the the, the wide the wide scale worldwide economy. Yeah. And this war in Russia. Well, really. That's what we should be worried about. Not not if cars are getting delivered. Well I am. But this is a two hours for me and you guys at home to try and fucking think about something else. 
Well, have you, have you worked out how to finance this car yet? No, not a clue. Uh, right. With hopes and dreams, I think, is, is what I'm going to be financing. <laughs> so, so, um, Tim's wondering if the boats, the ferries to get the car over here are run by P&O. If they are, <laughs> then the job's definitely fucked. It's not that uh, pilot that did the Costa Concordia, is it? I mean, crashed into the rocks, because don't let him sail that shit. Watch God's this. God's sake. He was, he yeah. fucking... Hold my pint. He drove his boat more pissed than we were on Paddy's day. <laughs> Thing is, how do you crash a boat? I fucking don't I mean, know. you're in a sea or an ocean, and they're pretty big, aren't they? Yeah. And it's just like, I'll find a rock mm. that's going to tip me boat over. <laughs> it's like, you couldn't do it if you tried. No, he's a muck. But anyway, I'm not getting onto that. I want to get back onto the e-tron video yeah. and say... Oh, yeah, I was looking to how see how good many how good it was in some respects, but how bad it was in other respects. So we got a shitload of subscribers off it. Thank you. If you're watching this, if you have, if you have come from that video and then to the Patreon uh, podcast or YouTube, you know, welcome in. Leo's your pint. Yeah. Um, You've had 545 subscribers from that video. I'm buzzing off that. Absolutely buzzing. It's had 193,600 views. Okay. So we're nearly at the two mark. Uh, Tell everybody how much that video has made. So you might as well say 200,000 views and this is how much you make. In general, for 200,000 views on um, YouTube. It's fucking hell, that's a lot. That is a lot, actually, isn't it? Um, about $800 or something. $927. $927? Yeah. So it's going to do about 1,000 at quarter mil. 2,000 for... Yeah, because the usual is about, I think, is about four to $4,500 for a million views. So, yeah, that's about mm. that's about bang on the money. Um, in our money, that's about maybe, maybe just short £3,000. Maybe £3,000 ish yeah yeah i mean the average view duration on that now is 40 percent. yeah and that's shit but that's because people will be getting to it so they'll they'll probably watch the beginning bit and go oh he's showing us an e-tron here and then here you slag it off and go eyes oh, a dickhead him and turn it off yeah that's, turn it off yeah that's basically what will yeah exactly if they don't like hearing what they've you know yeah um but the audience uh the so not subscribe to subscribe so 17 and a half percent of that 193,000 are subscribers, mm. 82.5% are not subscribed. So 32, 30, yeah, just over 30,000 of our subscribers have watched that video. Yeah. The other lot, which is about 170,000 170, people have watched that video and not subscribed. That to me, having five to 600 subscribers off that is terrible. Yeah, 545 subscribers. I mean, yeah. If you paid for. 200,000 views on YouTube, right, via ad, AdWords or AdSense, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Change it. it it's so confusing, Google, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you would pay a fortune for that, and you, you'd only get 500 subs, yeah. maybe. You wouldn't be good value for money, would it? No, it because, definitely wouldn't. Because when you pay for uh, views, because we did it in the early days, we don't bother anymore. We stopped. Oh, we stopped so long ago. But that was the thing we've gone gone. We spoke about this when we was in Greece two years ago, uh, 2020, uh, August 20, we were on, I think we were just teetering on the getting into the monetization yeah. and uh, we paid for some advertisements, didn't we? Yeah. We were about a thousand, thousand pound or something. Yeah. And we were like, we, cause we wanted to accelerate it cause we were spending time on the videos and we were doing it um, full time. We were yeah. both doing the videos full time. So it was like, let's get us, let's get us a bit more accelerated. And I think that's a normal process. People would just invest money whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, stuff like that. And then we thought, we're just getting shit, shit likes. Oh, it was bad. But the problem is, with that, is it negs you out. Because yeah. you just start YouTube and you think, what are we doing wrong? Why don't people... Because you look at it yourself and think, that's yeah, that video was all right, yeah, decent, decent quality and whatever. And we think, yeah, we dick about. And we, not everybody's going to like our 
us, me, you, us together, our video style, the content, everything. That's why 98 to 99% uh, likes to dislikes is good. I, I think that's a good. Yeah. And to be honest, 95 isn't the end of the world, is it? Do you know what? You'll take that because we're that, that's reached a new audience, hasn't it? So at the end of the day, that new audience that that has reached, um, you're not going to please everybody. I tell you one thing that is good about that: you've you've reached eleven and a half percent Americans. Yeah, well, I, I didn't look Usually at the around one to two uh, percent for the UK uh, for the US uh, audience. Majority of it is obviously the UK. Uh, we get some of the guys from Ireland because they've obviously got a decent sense of humour. So the Ireland, uh, the yeah. Irish lot. Um, so that's twenty thousand Americans, isn't it? Yeah, which is phenomenal. But, oh, happy that, yeah. I mean, I had a theory on it, didn't I? Because a lot of them commented saying, oh, uh, there's fields full of um, people in California and all that kind of shit. Um, of, no, there's fields full of Teslas in <laughs> California, not people. I was going to say, that's the Mexican Mexican immigrants feel full yeah, of uh, no. people. Um, yeah, it's definitely Teslas. But I reckon that they're looking for an alternative because Tesla rules the market in America, particularly in and around California, because it's been there for years. It's like 10 years or something silly. Well, Tesla's been there a uh, long time. That, the infrastructure's one, that car Calvin's just bought, that 2014 Tesla, well, that's eight years old. Yeah. So I presume that's not the first one they ever made. It no. must be going back before that. Yeah, and it's even more in, even longer in California, isn't it? So I reckon the guys there are going, fucking Tesla, I'm a bit bored of Tesla now. What else is out there and available? Yeah. So I reckon that's why they've, you know, they've latched on to that. You know, the, the American audience for that particular video is bigger because they're probably looking for an alternative and then you've slagged it off, and they've gone, all right, fuck that, I'll stick to Tesla then. <laughs> well, I can only say it as it is. Yeah. You know, well, what, what comes out of my mouth comes out of my mouth. No, I mean, do you know what? The the findings you'll see in the video, or you will have seen in the video if you've watched it already, but the find the findings in the video that we did with the C63, I drove the e-tron, um, they are different. So where Lee was struggling to get certain figures, I actually exceeded the stated range um, all right, stop but, fucking bragging. No, but what I'm getting to is You're that... you fucking bragging. I drove, it, I drove it like an absolute vagina. You no did, one like would... a fucking fairy, like no. we said on the video. Yeah, but obviously these guys... Boring as fuck. Well, yeah, it Fucking was. most boring video I've ever done. The it only was. good thing was um, getting back. Mm. Yeah, it was better. <laughs> it was It was literally, we were driving, and I had to stay with him because he had the sat I don't know, I should have just put the sat in my own car, but I was following him. Oh, that that Merc needs a uh, pre-sense because I nearly fell asleep and went in the back of you. Do the brake lights come on a lot? No, they don't come on at all when you're regening. Really? I never noticed. I knew when your car would be regening because yeah. I, I drive it all the yeah, time. Yeah. And the bits where I thought, oh yeah, that should be regening now, wasn't. Didn't come on the brake come light. on. Oh, and I always, I always thought about that. Yeah. And I meant to like say to my wife because she, she drives it loads. Like, I'll just, let me just go behind you and just see if these lights, because I always thought, when you're driving... I don't think the car slows down enough to let people behind say, I'm braking. Yeah. I just think it's such a small amount that, because let's be honest, if the car, if you let off, because it's on an automatic, re you, you drove it I with an auto. auto. Yeah. And then I added, I added some regen to it as well. Yeah. So if you're, every time you let off, brake lights are going to be dabbing on. It's just going to be, people are behind like, what are you fucking doing? Stop braking. Because I said, oh, Sam, why have you just, why have you just slammed on your anchors? They're not slammed on your anchors, but broke. There's a car going down the motorway, middle lane, they'll brake, and then you, you, you sort of like go around them because they're being a dickhead, and it's like, there's nothing in front of you. Mm. It's because you're doing 62. But the car... And the they want to slow down. The car doesn't do that, though. So the e-tron the e doesn't just randomly uh, brake. It does if, it, if you have it, I have it on regen. Yeah. If you let off the accelerator, it will... Right, on automatic it, it doesn't do yeah, that. Yeah, because it, it decides when it wants to... 
Yeah, so if it's coming up to a car, so if you're catching a car up, it's almost like adaptive cruise. Even though you're not in cruise control, it will, if you let off the um, accelerator as you're coming up to a car, it will regen to slow you down to maintain that sort of distance. Um, and if it knows it's coming up to a junction, it will do the same. It knows if it's coming from a 70 to a 50, it will regen and slow your car down. If so that's fine. If you took your foot off the accelerator. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. But yeah. why did you just say then you regen as well? Because I was adding it, some regen. Yeah, that's to what it, I mean. Yeah. So it's not a perfect system, is it? Because if you're adding a regen to it, that means no, the car's not slowing down enough. It, that's impossible for a, a machine to yeah, but know no, but, exactly. But there's, two, there's two sets of regen. There is, there's yeah. the first one and there's the second one. Yeah. I drove it in auto after you drove it because you'd left it in. Yeah. I don't like it in auto because it doesn't, it's not intelligent. In my opinion, it's not intelligent enough. No. You're coming up to a junction, you know. You're coming up to a junction to go maybe across or whatever. Yeah. Because there's one near here and it just sweeps around and then you can actually go across. So the car will think, well, you don't need to slow down. But I know I do need to slow down. That's why I use manual regen. You're never going to get a car to know that though. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's preempt traffic. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So auto regen but can't possibly flick. work. Yeah, of course. You just flick it. You just fucking, flick it, it doesn't know you're going to turn. No, but you just flick it off. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. You're saying it does it in auto, yeah. but you're still using it manually. That's how, that's how I would do it. some occasions. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But in the occasions where you wouldn't use it, where you wouldn't think to use it, the car does it. So that's where I was getting the extra miles back. Yeah, but I know when it to use it. Because when you're going down the road, I know when to regen. Yeah, but there's... So there's instances where you won't be regening when there's opportunity to and the car will be doing it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fine. But I do it anyway. Manually. Not, well, obviously not all the time. You, I, the, right. Let's be honest, right? The reason you got all that range out of it is you never fucking went over 30 miles an hour in I a did. 30. You never went over 40. That's not the way you drive. I said this in the video. No, it's not. You were driving it ridiculously slow. Yeah. There's a part of the video, I don't actually know if it'll go in because I'm not sure if it'll fit in with the way the production went because obviously this video is still on. So if this isn't in the video, you'll know why. You say, I've got like a Kia behind me. Yeah. And he's up my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a key up your ass, you're driving like a fairy. <laughs> right? That's why you got 195 mile um, equivalent range out of that car. Yeah. If I was to drive and it, for 100 miles... And it'd have been more than miles, that, may I just add, if I'd have dro drove the same home. I'd have got over 200 miles of range out of that. I cannot drive that car like that. It's not possible. I'm too... I, I, I haven't got the patience to do it. Yeah. You did it for video purposes. If you didn't do that yeah. for video purposes, what you proved was the range is achievable. Yeah. You even That's said I wanted to. Yeah, you to, even said yeah. in the video, I can't drive. I couldn't possibly drive like this all no, the time. Boring as fuck. Yeah, it's boring as fuck. Yeah. Mm. So, what you did do is you proved you can get the range out of it. But even Audi say that isn't a real world range. Yeah. Two hundred and fifteen miles. I reckon you could have got very close to two fifteen. Right. You definitely could have got into the two hundred. We only drove one hundred and twelve miles in that video, but we'd made the equivalent of what it would have been if we would have carried on. So, yeah. and I think it was 195-ish. Yeah. I still think you could have got into the twos. Yeah. But again, even Audi, and when I picked it up off Mike from Manchester Audi, he said the real range is about 175 in the real world. And yeah. I think in the summer, that range is achievable. Um, and then if you drive like a ferry like you did, yeah. 195, 200 is possible. But let's be honest, right? 25 extra miles out of a full charge um, with the... You've got. There's always going to be a compromise. You're not getting somewhere as quick. Um, nope. I think in life, if you're 70 years old, like my dad, there's no rush for him, right? Yep. If he's going here to there and there to there, and he's going to the golf club, he'll just set off 
fucking 20 minutes earlier. Us, people in our life, and a lot of people, I would say 90% of people, they've got somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. They need to be there relatively. They can't be just like, oh, I'll just leave when I want. You know, very few people have got just time to burn. That's why when you see older people, not being ageist or anything here, but older people on the road, they've got a full car to do. Yeah. They're just driving around. They're probably not even driving around for anything. They're just like, oh, I'll just go out <laughs> in my electric car and make yeah. sure I get three miles when it says three miles. We In our world, real the real world of people, I just don't think anyone's got the time to be able to. You see a set of traffic lights and you know they're going to be going to red soon. Yeah. You get through them, don't you? Oh, you usually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't do that driving the way you did the other day. No, there's no chance. Because it's just, and that's the thing, really, when you think about it, is your time more important than getting that extra 20 miles out of it? And that's the question you've got to ask yourself. Is your time more important than, than getting the extra range out of the car? It's, uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's like I said in that video, electric cars, for me, are for the kind of people who aren't that, uh, they're not that into cars. They're not, like... They're not that into cars. I'm not having it. Over, I, I, I'm not having people who have got electric cars, particularly a Tesla. I mean, we saw that. Is it the Model Y? I think the new one. I think it's a Model the Y. Little. It's called. So not the Model Three, not the Model S, not the Model X. So what's a Y? Is it like a normal car? Is it an SUV? The the Model Y, I think, I is the one that looks between a Model Three and a Model X. So it's like a Model Three, but it's got like a really tall roof. We saw one in Nutsford the other day on Paddy's Day. It looks fucking awful. Is that the Model Y? Oh yeah, yeah. We saw it. Yeah, in, that uh, one. Yeah. So if you if you're listening to this, just just Google Model Y. That, to be fair, that doesn't actually look. We saw one in white, didn't we? That bad. It looks like the roof's too high. Yeah. It looks like it should be a nice coupe, like a sleek coupe. I mean, but looking it's... at that, you you'd say not a bad looking car. The the lights are a lot better than they used to be. Yeah. Some of the front ends of them Teslas. It's terrible. But the one we seen was horrible. It wasn't like that, was it? If the that was a model one. really high up. Like it looked like it was a really tall roof. But the, the front end was weird. Maybe that's yeah. why they take the picture of them like that. Yeah, maybe. It's and the, the best angle. White, it? Which is, I think it's a free colour white in Tesla's. So that's why you see quite a lot of them in white. But um, but yeah, anyway, I just don't think that, you know, people who drive around electric cars are that arsed about cars. And I'll agree with you. So uh, Porsche and Audi, to mention two manufacturers, taking a massive risk doing a Taken Turbo and um, an e-tron GT. Yeah, but you can be asked about a badge. But I'm talking about asked about cars. So this takes me back to when you bought your Nissan GTR. Mm. People don't buy a Nissan GTR for the badge, do they? Because it's a fucking Nissan, right? No. You buy a Nissan GTR because they're a good engine, they're a good car to drive, they're fun, they're engaging, and they're reasonably priced for what you get. Right, obviously, there's compromises with certain little bits inside them and shit like that. But that's the reason why you and and this isn't to blow smoke up your ass, but um, that's the reason I reckon people are buying Taycans as electric cars because it's well, it's a Porsche, isn't it? Yeah, I've got a Porsche keyring. It's a Porsche. Not asked about cars. Couldn't give a fuck. But yeah. it's, a, it's got a Porsche. I tell you, who bought one. Yanni bought one. He fucked it off. Shmi why, bought one. He fucked it off. Why did these people? Do you know why they got rid of him though? Well, yeah, Yanni was like, electric's just not there yet. Yeah, like there's that the conclusion I come to. Did he get and the same shit that I probably, got on yeah. YouTube? He probably did, yeah. And that's the thing. It's not just me saying it. There's other people. Yeah. I presumed he got rid of it for that reason. I didn't yeah. watch the video. I remember him saying, I remember seeing the tagline on one of his videos. 
the take the, the the taken's going or it's gone or whatever. And I thought, yeah, I know why. Mm. It's because of that. There's nothing else you can pull them up for. No, because they, they are like really really good cars, aren't they? They, they drive not, really well. Yeah, comfortable, quiet. The only thing tech. the only thing you can pull electric cars up for, ironically enough, is not the actual car mm. itself. It's the infrastructure to fuel the car. Yeah, that is the only thing. If it was there, like we were saying yesterday. If there were 400 mile capacity, um, range capacity in these cars, and I mean 400 miles, yeah, 350 driving it, basically the same as a normal car, right? If you drove um, like whatever, like a big car that was performance, it'll come up on the dash 400 miles. But if you drive it normal, you're getting 280, right? Yeah. If your electric car did that, you'd, you'd hold your hands up and say, yeah, I, I drove it like a prick. Mm. You know, the range is going to come down. But then if the, you go to a 300 watt uh, supercharger and then that 300 uh, kilowatt sorry uh, charger and that th and it charges the battery up in say for argument's sake 20 minutes from flat then the infrastructure's there and i mean like you can go all over the place yeah like your normal petrol stations that are there now to serve petrol but also there's a next there's a bit next to it that just you know out of the way because well, it's what takes shell's trying to do Right, and that's the right thing to do for the electric car infrastructure. Because yeah, but it's going to cost a fortune to implement, isn't it? Like billions, oh, probably. Yeah, and the consumer will, will pay for it. Of course they will, yeah. It'll be in the electricity. And like electric's 40 already... Pence, 40 pence per kilowatt is fucking expensive, isn't it? That's a lot of money for, for electricity. Knowing full well that you can get the same electricity at like 7, 8, 9, 10 pence per kilowatt. I don't know what it's like off, now. Off obviously peak. That's called, yeah, off peak, well, but it's still the same electricity that's coming in your fucking plugs, yeah, isn't it? of course it? it is, yeah. It's not like, oh, you're getting super, super electricity for 40 pence an hour or 95 ron electricity yeah, yeah. for... It's the exact same electricity, isn't it? It's not going to make your car any faster. No. You know, you wouldn't mind if, like, we pay more money for 99 ron fuel because it's 99 ron. It helps your car to run better and all that kind of stuff. So that, that sort of justifies the price of that more expensive fuel because you know you're getting 99 ron fuel. But your electricity is a piss taking it. I understand it's all this um, all demand and costs more and all that kind of shit no it's just a way of getting more money out of you when it's they saying it's peak yeah and um, the thing is um like i've said in the past with my charging um tariff here 12 while five in the morning is off peak and i get it for 10 pence i know you can get it cheaper as people have told me on the internet seven and a half pence of the the cheapest at the moment um but i think these are tariffs from maybe a year ago yeah you struggle to get that now i searched the internet cheapest i could get was 10 pence yeah um Octopus Go was seven and a half pence, but it's it's a bit of a I don't know what to call it. It's seven and a half pence from half twelve till half four, so it's only four hours. Right. So you can only get. Um, so it's cheaper, but for less time. Yeah, and that's okay at home if you've got like a fifty kilowatt charger. Yeah. But not. I don't think you can have a fifty kilowatt. You need three phase three at phase, home. Yeah. yeah. So eleven's. I think the maximum maximum you can get. Yeah. So in that time, you'll get forty four kilowatts into your battery. On the five hours that I get, um, you get fifty five, but I get it at ten pence. So it costs five pound fifty. So forty four is at seven and a half pence is like uh, 30 pence, isn't it? Yeah. Or whatever. I've, I've lost count now. Who'd but, have thought we'd be sat here talking about electric cars? Yeah, it's exactly. It's funny, isn't it? Well, we're talking about the price of electric, really, aren't we? Yeah, the price of electricity takes the fucking piss. So what I'm saying is the off-peak tariff is irrelevant. It, it depends on how long you've got that tariff for at, yeah. at that time. So you've got to look at the total cost, and that's what people say about electric cars. They're only good when you can charge at home. Yeah. And um, as we found out when we took the e-tron, 
we charged it on that uh, supercharge, 120 kil- kilowatts, but it was only charging at 30 kilowatts. Yeah. And it was 40 pence a kilowatt. Yeah, it was, yeah. So it cost, what was it, 17 quid to get... 60%. Yeah. So, yeah, what was that workout? I think it's 28 quid on mm. 40 because it's eight, uh, 70, kilowatt, yeah. uh, 70, 70 kilowatt battery. So 28 quid, still cheaper than filling an e-tron up uh, um, and a C63 up. But it should but, be, shouldn't it? But that's So if you do charge at home, it's ridiculously cheap to run an electric car. Yeah. But I was saying in the video is it's the charging up outside because once you've used that whatever range, then you've got to charge it up and it takes... T- 20 hours yeah but i think it, it that video was good to know now that it it is possible like it is po- would you have thought would you have looked at matlock by the way which was what 60 62 64 miles something like that how long how far was it it was 112 there and back right so it was 56 miles away yeah so would you have looked at that in the past and gone right that's 112 mile round trip i'm not comfortable I got, i'm not comfortable just in case uh no uh, would you, genuinely, would you have no. Done it? I would, yeah, I'd do that. Right. Um, but uh, I can't remember where it was now. It might have been something. I'm not saying Birmingham. Yeah. But I wouldn't go to Birmingham in the electric car because I know for a fact I'd have to. And the thing is, Birmingham, I think is, it's not. I mean, it's not a million miles away. Just to me, an hour and a half because it's all motorway. Um, hey Siri, how far is Birmingham? Alright, mate. It looks like Birmingham is about 81 miles away by car. So, 162 miles, right? There yeah. and back. Which that car can do. Which that car can do, yeah. But not necessarily on a motorway, because it's got no opportunity to regen. But the way I drive, um, and this comes back to the fact of, I don't want to go to Birmingham at 60 miles an hour. No. I, I just, it's bad enough driving south on the M6, as we always say, north. Oh, yeah. North from the northwest, like Manchester area, south. is fine. Yeah. But south, it just gets progressively shittier. Yeah. Not just because you go into Birmingham, because... Just traffic, in Just it? traffic in general. Yeah. And if you went past Birmingham, fucking hell, you, you, oh, you just... You lose the will to live. But the thing is, there'll be loads of places to charge in Birmingham. But imagine getting to Birmingham and then having to have... See, there's loads of stuff to me. Like, we, we're not business people. But say you was, yep. and you... Yeah, we're we're not going around with the briefcases, are we? <laughs> and the file of faxes and the uh, transportable mobile phones from the nineties. Uh, uh, but we we're not business people, so we're not saying we're going to leave at nine to make a meeting in Birmingham at um, twelve o'clock, right? Yeah. Because if you leave and you think, well, if I do get whatever, that's not really a good like comparison of. I'm just saying, if you had to hit a time, yeah. But then you had to charge halfway. And then you say, right, there's a supercharger here at point A. It's 120 kilowatt. So I know I can fill the car up from flat in about 40 minutes, right? Yeah. So go and have a brew. I don't mind waiting 40 minutes, half an hour, 40 minutes. You can, there's stuff to do, right? You factor it into your journey. Yeah. But the problem with us is we got to that 120 watt supercharger and it was only doing 30 kilowatts. Yeah, it was. So that would take two hours and about 15 minutes from empty. Now that could fuck your whole journey up because you'll be like, I'm going to be a bit late Yeah. by an hour and a half. So yeah. that's the only thing to me. You can't rely on these uh, superchargers. The guy next to us when we did the video plugged his car up, plugged his car in, went into Mackey's, come out, and he realised there was a connection error. Yeah, it didn't It didn't. Um, didn't charge his car at all. Plugged it in, no. it wasn't charging. 
And that, he was only in there maybe 15, 20, same amount of time as us, um, roughly 15 minutes. Yeah. But I don't know what the capacity on his car was, but he should have had um, probably another 50, 60 miles in his tank just from that little yeah. going in. Because he only had, he had um EQ, it was a Mercedes. It was a Mercedes, EQ. wasn't it? It weren't the big. It was a 400, I think. It weren't the, was it? It had 400 on the back. I don't know what else. It might have been an EQS then, I think that is. I don't know. EQA, I've no idea. EQ something, Mercedes one. But he just he just pissed off then. Mm. He's just like, oh, oh, whatever. And he just drove off. He didn't stay. Yeah. Because he was, he was just topping his tank up. He's probably had to go and drive around and find another charging <laughs> port thing. Well, yeah, maybe so. But the thing is, he obviously didn't need that juice, did he? No. So he's probably left home, done 60 miles and thought, you know what? I would, Top we, it up a little bit. The kids want a Mackey's. So I'll just top it up, yeah. yeah. And maybe, maybe that is the way to drive electric cars. Just well, constantly, like, the idea, keep when, them topped. When Audi were trying to sell it to us, when the e-tron very first came out and they were trying to sell it to us, they was basically saying, you're going to treat your car like your phone. There'll be loads of times of an evening, I mean, not so much with me, because I'm, I'm on it um, all the time. But there's so many times where um, you've gone of an evening, and your phone's on 50, 60%, you look at it and go, I don't need to charge that up, but you'll charge it up anyway. You put on yeah. charge, and that's, you know, you charge it up, you top it back up, and it's full again for the next day. And that's the idea with a car, is that, you know, 99.9% of the time, you'll only ever be charging it up. But this is the problem. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the shop, right? Okay, we'll go to the shop. So, like, so you know, this is going to sound posh and pretentious, but you go to M&S, for instance, and the idea is to go to M&S, plug your car in while you're shopping, you come back to it, and it's put the 10, 15 miles back into the car yeah. as, you've, as you've been doing that. And that's the idea of it. That's the idea. There ain't enough chargers now. No, because M&S near you, where yeah. I used to live, there's two. Yeah. And I've never been to that M&S, even before I had the electric car, and seen... The only reason I know these two spots is it's next to where I park. Uh, when my wife runs in, I just go the drop-off. Mm. And I've never seen them two spaces empty. It's because the staff are probably... Plugging the cars in yeah, there. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that. So it's not even for the customers. No, it wouldn't surprise me. Let me give you another um, dilemma. So you've got three miles left on your car. For some reason, it's gone down to three miles. Everything's like messed yeah. up, right? Your ass is doing that. Yeah, <laughs> big style. Yeah. You've got 2% on your phone. Yeah. Right? So do you plug your phone in to the car, knowing that it's going to draw power out of the battery, or do you let your phone run out and the car make it to possibly make it to wherever it's going or do you think well if the car runs out there's a possibility of the car running out but my phone's going to die as well so what do you do well how many milliamp hours are in a kilowatt um i don't know hey siri how many milliamp hours are in a kilowatt oh I was going to say, so that's about 4,350, I think it is, or something, milliamp hours, the battery capacity of that. So I was going to say, if you could work out if your car's on three miles, it'd probably have, let's say, one kilowatt. I think one kilowatt is more than that, but say it's got one kilowatt, you'd be able to work out how much power that would draw, and I would have thought that 4,300 milliamp hours are... I think it'll have a third of a kilowatt. Do you reckon? Well, if it's a 70 kilowatt battery and it does 215... Then yeah, it'll be point three ish of a kilowatt. Of a kilowatt. I don't know how you'd work that out. But that's only if it works off the the thing you said about 
well, the thing I said about the battery is 71 kilowatts. You're saying it only uses 85-ish percent about that, of, of that the battery. 71 kilowatts, so, yeah. So maybe you can't really work that out no. accurately. But I reckon it uses that little, because I had that on charge the whole journey there and back of of the um, oh, right, trip okay. yesterday. So yeah. that was on the wireless charger the whole way Using my back. electrics? I was using your electrics, yeah. Cheeky bastard. <laughs> Fucking not impressed. Do you know what, though? Somebody did comment and said... Um, use solar power. Why haven't you got solar at home? So I've looked into this. Piss. I've looked into this, right? So one panel uh, will give you around, as long as you've got decent, like days like today, where you've got decent sunshine. So one panel will give you around one kilowatt per day. Yeah, no, that was, that's exactly right? what I was going to say. And they cost between around 350 to 500 pounds per panel. So, so say uh, we were averaging... I think I managed eventually to get up to three kilowatts per mile, uh, three miles per kilowatt hour. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I managed to get it up to. Just before you go on to that, yeah. what did you uh, What did you say them panels cost? Between 350 and 500, to work it out on 350 quid a panel. Right, 350 divided by uh, 40 pence, um, take 875 days. Yeah. So divided by itself. 365, two and a... Two and a half years of sunny days. Yeah. We live in the UK. So I reckon realistically, it'll take about six to seven years to get your money back. And they do say 10 years, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, it might not be a million miles off that. No. It's my, I mean, that's that's where, because they were saying, well, your average journey is going to be 30 miles, Yeah. which is fine. But then that 30 miles, let's say you drove it normally and you were more at two miles per kilowatt hour. Yeah. So it's going to take 30 panels. If you're getting one kilowatt hour yeah. per panel, 30 miles would need 15 panels, right? Okay. Does that make sense? So you'd need 15 kilowatts to do 30 miles, wouldn't you, if it's 2 kilowatts per mile? Yeah. Uh, 2 miles per kilowatt, sorry. You're supposed to do 2.68 yeah. uh, miles per kilowatt. Yeah, and I got it up to 3. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's you possible. got into the 3s, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we was driving. Downhill, wind behind, well slow, and yeah. I was pushing you. But what I'm saying is you'd need 15 panels at 350 quid per panel to give you your 30 miles a day. Might, they might do a deal on 15 panels. Maybe. £200 each. Very cheap prices. <laughs> but this is the, but you know, this is the thing, solar, need is sol- not, solar is not the answer. Solar's never been... That's, do you want me to tell you why? For that type of... Um, They've never done solar roofs on cars, not properly, be- for that exact reason. They're too heavy, too expensive, and they give you fuck all. Yeah, because of the weight. It, the weight would outweigh this sort of like any benefit. Yeah. And there's a reason why they do solar charges for your yeah. phone. They... they the solar power coming into it is is milliamp. It's literally a pit arse amount. Yeah. If you left it out in the sun all day, you probably put about ten percent of the battery back in. And that's if you just left it there with the solar thing. Mm. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's a gimmick. Solar power works. Yeah. You know, the panels harvest the sun. That's how they work. It works. Yeah. If you've got it in like not, the Nevada desert or something, <laughs> but it's not um, it's not enough to power the stuff you need it to power. No. No. It's okay for like. You see these uh, lights and stuff, and cameras and bits and bobs in the out in the on the motorways of different places, and you'll see them on the top, and they'll have like little solar panels. They yeah. work. Yeah, they're, they're, only, pro- they're, they're only powering the LEDs, aren't they? Little yeah, yeah. LEDs that yeah. use absolutely no like electricity whatsoever. Four amps or something, yeah. and that's the thing. So it worked for stuff like that, but yeah. for powering big stuff, I mean, these phones, I mean, these weigh a ton. Mm. Battery must be substantial in it. Yeah, um, and that's got one of the smallest the app the iPhone. Um, has got one of the smallest batteries at 4,300. The Samsung Galaxy thing, for, in, for instance, the new S2, S22 Ultra, that's got 5,000 milliamp hour battery in it. 
Yeah, which is going to weigh heavier, isn't it? So, mm. um, but so then yeah. it's worse on battery. <laughs> so the actual battery performance is worse, but that that's where rather than just going right, we need we need more and more batteries. It, they just need to be optimized, and this yeah. is the difference between Tesla and the Germans. Tesla have optimized their batteries amazingly and got the technology for it, and that's the reason why their range is more significant. Because in the fifty-five e-tron, which is the bigger battery capacity car to yours. That's a 95 kilowatt hour battery rather than a 71 kilowatt hour battery. So you're getting more. However, the car is heavier because you've got more batteries. So it, it doesn't it doesn't completely translate. You know, if you was to work out, well, I've got 20% more battery, so I'm going to get 20% more range. It's not because obviously the car's heavier. Anyway, you might be getting 15 or 12% yeah, exactly. more exactly, range. Yeah. Still getting a little bit more range. Yeah. Um, but wh- you're paying extra money for it as exactly. well. Exactly. Whereas the Tesla lot, the P100D, for instance, was a 100 kilowatt hour battery. Um, and... They were doing 350, 400 miles, whereas a 95 kilowatt hour battery, similar weight in car, it's not a million miles off. Maybe that's why. Nowhere near the range. Maybe that's why Teslas look like Teslas. They look shocking, Mm. but there's nothing to them. They'll be designed by a a computer. But they look very plasticky and just fragile. Mm. I mean, I've seen Teslas in crashes. I wouldn't like to be in one. Yeah. They're literally snapping off. Well, didn't they say the new, was it Elon Musk said that the new, is it the Model 3? There is one that's apparently it's the safest car in the world, he was saying, in a crash. Well, like them rockets, the early rockets that used to go <laughs> up, the SpaceX ones that blew up every time they took off, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, we like to... I love gadgets and gizmos. I fucking love it. So I should be the first advocate for a Tesla. And I just can't... When you look at one and you look at it and go, there's no... There's, it, it's been designed by a computer and it's been put together by... Um, four-year-olds with tic-tac box plastic. I'm fucking not interested. It, it doesn't probably do has, any... actually. Have you seen the way cars are designed? Mm. They're, like, moulded out of, like, clays and shit, aren't they? Yeah, it's just not for me. The Tesla's not for me. It doesn't. It just doesn't look great. I've got nothing wrong car. with Elon Musk, right? Mm. I've got no, no, sorry, no problem with the Tesla and the Elon Musk. I've got the Starlink satellite. Yeah. Right? So it's not like I'm, a, I'm anti him. Yeah. Because some people don't like him, do they? Because... I don't know why. He's an odd, he is an odd chap, but he's a genius, so yeah. geniuses are usually odd. That's uh, why we're sound, because we're thick as fuck. And, that, and that's the thing uh, with uh, Jeff, isn't it? Amazon. You know, people will be like, oh, fucking Amazon. It's this, that. They're doing this with taxes, and they avoid this, and evade this, and that. Yeah. Do that. It's like, do you use Amazon? Fucking most people on the planet use Amazon, yeah. right? Because it's good. It's a good service. You can't get it for everything. You can't use it for everything you need, but everyone most uses things. it. And that's why, obviously, it is why that the things are like he's dead rich yeah and it's the same same with um elon musk it's like they're doing stuff that satellite i never would have thought i'd get 200 meg down off a satellite you know mad that in it it's it's fucking it's completely like, wireless connection going back 30 years ago when when you had sky analog sky and it was yeah. like i can't believe this 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 tv signal snowy as it is because when it snowed it was the little snowy yeah, yeah. on the screen it all went messed up yeah it's like that technology, really. I know it's digital now; it's different, but it's still the same. You're getting all that bandwidth and data down into a dish, which is like this big. So I, you know, I like. Let's just say it's Tesla, it's fucking Starlink, and it? it's um, SpaceX and stuff like that. It's the same, same, same company. people, yeah. same people behind it all. So yeah, I'm happy with it, but I've not bought a dish. I mean, to be fair, that dish, dish is an eyesore. Yeah, I want it out of the way. Yeah, so I sat in the back of me in, in, on my lawn at the back at the moment, just there because I can't get it on the wall because it's that big and clunky and it's going to well, look. I thought mine was put on your roof. Yeah, I'm waiting for a bracket. All oh, right. So the bracket has to be 
a very substantial bracket because it doesn't it weighs a fair bit that satellite yeah but it has to go above the roof because it needs an x amount of space right. in because obviously it's coming down at a, at a certain latitude and longitude or whatever it is yeah so it needs to go above the the roof and that's the problem i need a bracket big enough so it's getting sorted out but yeah mike from ultras is he He's sort of, oh, hey, oh, hey, another fucking plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check him out on Instagram. We are ultras. Going back. CCTV, alarms. Do mine for free, brackets. Mike, and I'll start plugging you. Do all kinds of like that. Uh, Wi-Fi repeaters and stuff like that, yeah. Right, chop. Cheshire. <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> Not we are uterus, if anybody um, said no. that it looked like that. Going back to electric cars, I've got a little bit from it, and I literally read this. I was on LinkedIn, and I read this just before we pressed record on that. So I screenshotted it. To, to just put a bit of food for thought. Because you know how you get a lot of petrol heads that are like anti-electric cars? Yep. And they make the uh, argument that, which is a valid argument, that to uh, produce, the no, like the whole sort of, if you looked at the, the emissions of that car to produce, it's no better than a normal car that's already been produced at 10-year-old and whatever else, right? Yep. It's no better now. Um, and there's a company called, um, this is going quite serious, this, but I think it's quite interesting, particularly on this thing. But there's a company called New Atlas who've done an article on uh, the whole electric car thing and they're trying to get us to go to electric because it's better for the environment and the world and all this kind of shit. So it says, um, like it starts with a question saying, so you're looking to help the planet by buying an electric car. But it says, did you know that in a single year, 15 of the largest cargo ships that bring these cars over, any cars that is, not just electric cars, uh, produce the same amount of pollution. So how much would you say? So the 15 largest cargo ships mm -hmm. in the world, yep. how much um, in in regards to pollution, how many cars do you think that's equivalent to in one year? So running them 15 cargo ships for a year, how many cars in total, how many sort of like 100,000, 200,000, a million, 2 million, how many cars do you think it's the equivalent of in one year. I don't really know because I don't understand the question. So you've got running 15 cargo ships. Yeah, I get that bit, yeah. Right, for yeah. a year. And these are massive cargo ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I, I get I get that bit. How many cars do you think they're the equivalent of pollution-wise? Oh, the actual ships. In one year. Right, yeah, the yeah, ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Well, knowing these big container ships... The amount of what V8s or V6s are four cylinders, straight fives. Any car. Straight sixes, flat sixes. What in the ship? W12s. Yeah. How many car equivalents? What, like, an, a, like any, a four anything. cylinder car? Any car. A diesel. How many cars? Any car. A V8 diesel. Whatever car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with maybe, um, maybe an A3. Just a normal A3, right? Just one car. So 15. No, no, no. I'm right. going to say X amount of A3s, right? Right, okay. Um, in a year. Yeah. A million. So those fifth those so the fifteen biggest cargo ships, according yeah. to this is according to New Atlas's um uh, article that they've done. Yeah. Um the fifteen biggest cargo ships are the equivalent to every single car in the world. At this moment in time. Just the fifteen cargo ships. Bearing in mind there's fucking thousands of them. But the the top fifteen biggest polluting cargo ships are this they make the same amount of pollution as every single car in the world. <coughs> but that applies to any car coming over from um, over there, isn't it? Because they um Does that not fucking blow your mind? Well I thought it was a million. No, <laughs> so it, there's I mean, a lot more cars? cars in the world than a million. Yeah. It's that's amazing, yeah. That's amazing. But the thing is, um Oh, and there's ninety thousand cargo ships. 
Oh, right. <laughs> so bear in mind, there's only 15, so the top 15 at, at make the same amount of pollution in a year as every single car on the so world. What, what this saying is we need to stop import and export. Just stop. There needs to be an alternative to transport, an alternative to cars, like bringing cars over, they think is what they're trying to say. So rather than just going, oh, well, we can solve the issue by buying electric cars instead of internal combustion engine cars, well, they're saying, well, it's not the car that's the issue. Mm. It's, it's transporting them. These cargo ships, 15 producing the same amount of pollution as every single car in the entire world, mm-hmm. but there's 90,000 cargo ships. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. that's ridiculous. And, isn't it? and to be fair, you can look at loads of things, comparisons to things like saying, like, this, you could say, this, how much has this table, because it's carbon footprint, right? Mm, yeah. you, you have one, I have one, yeah. this table has one. Yeah. Um, everything's got a carbon footprint. So what's this table's carbon footprint? Probably if you delved into it, you'd be like, well, these are steel legs. So steel's made in a in a in a plant and created needs heat and all that kind of stuff, which is used created needs energy. And, and you can go all the way back and think, even back to the person that is turning up to work in his V8 RS4 yeah. to actually make the tape. You know, you, you could go crazy, right? You Definitely. could go right back unbelievable and you'd be like well fucking hell you're taking the piss now going that far back but the um everything's got an effect yeah. everything that is produced has an effect on the well as far as i know has an effect on the environment and that's the thing the only way in my opinion right and this isn't a defeatist attitude the only way we're gonna solve the carbon problem of the planet is we need not as need we need not as many people on the planet there's, there's that. And also, I think, I mean, obviously not every country can do it. In that article, they were arguing, or the chap who posted the article was arguing that for America, well, you just make more shit in America, surely, rather than importing everything, yeah. which they do because it's cheaper. And most countries import stuff from China because everything's yeah. so cheaper. It's chi- what you're saying is China's fault for the cab. Well, to be fair, America is, I'm sure America's the biggest polluter. Is it? Probably. It and probably then, is. Then it's second by China. Or it's one or the other. It's either China, then America, America, then China. Yeah. But that's purely down to population. Yeah. So you'd think it'd be China first, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's billion, there's billions. More, there's more there. there. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, America, if you look at America, America have been running. It's only just recently they started using. I went, like, um, last, um, in, in January. You see loads of smaller cars in America now. Yeah. 10 years ago and Everything even 20 years ago if you've seen a civic you'd be like fuck off the people didn't drive them no because I mean, you might see the odd one now i was seeing uh kias little piss-ass kias and he looks stupid in america because yeah. next to it there'll be a, a dodge ram yeah and it'll be like you know going down and polluting all its stuff and then the kias just like so even the americans are on board with the we need to um, have smaller, more economical cars because even they're feeling a pinch at the pumps because they're paying. What are they paying now? Is it three, three, three dollars a litre, uh, three dollars a gallon, or something like that? Maybe which, even four. I can't remember still now. Pennies, but yeah, it's three quid a, uh, a gallon. Yeah, we're paying eight. Well, it was the equivalent of eight pounds something what, yesterday. Is about four and a half litres a gallon, roughly. supposedly. Roughly, yeah. And there's a UK. There's a there's an American gallon, isn't there? And then there's a is there. Oh, I don't like know. Like our gallon, UK gallon or whatever. No. So there's two different ones. I don't even know what the fuck. So are they getting a gallon? I don't know. So it's, that may be why they're cheaper. Maybe. Because the it's a different gallon, yeah. not like our gallon. 
Got one never thought of two. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never thought of it that way before. A gallon. Gallon. <laughs> no idea, but yeah, it's all food for thought in it. And this is the thing with with uh, electric cars, like the actual. Um, for me, the performance electric cars are the most pointless because, the, right, the issue is right. That RS3 never does the range that it says on the on the thing. That's Especially because I drive it around like it. a fucking lunatic. Yeah. That's what it's for. It's got four hundred horsepower. It's a hatchback. I drive I drive it round fast, generally speaking. Not obviously, but there's a time and a place. I'm not doing that through town centres and things. Well, yeah, there's a point. There's no point in having four hundred horses. You're not going to use it every exactly. now and then. Well, that's why I took Absolute that RS3 off Emily. Pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. She drove around at 30, 40 mile an hour everywhere, no matter what. Everywhere was just slow as fuck. She never put a foot down, nothing. It was just completely wasted. So that's why I was like, you, d- it's, you don't you might, need it. Yeah, you might as well just get um, a car that looks like, like your dad's got the one litre A3, right? 1.5. 1. 1.5, yeah. sorry. 150 um, brake, yeah. Yeah, it looks, it's got the wheels on it. It yeah. looks quite sporty. Yeah. You can tell it's not an RS3, but it looks sporty. Mm. That's it, it's done, isn't it? But and that's the same with Emily's Fiesta. That's what, you, that's what Emily needs, yeah. Yeah, it's 1. an ST line. Got 125 horsepower. Not once has Emily ever. She's complained about the fact she's got four Fiesta, but never has she come to come up to me and gone, "It's not fast enough for this car." Is she a bad never. She, well, you've had her out in Audis for at least three years, mm. maybe two and a half years. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe three because you still had the RS3 when we did the YouTube. So three and a half years she's been in an Audi, mm. and it's difficult to go to a premium brand car. I like. Do you know what I like that Fiesta? So do I. It's. I think for what it does. I mean, for, they, they, they look nice. Yeah. They're just a nice-looking car, aren't they? Yeah, they're nothing spectacular. But when you think 20 grand, I mean, you're not getting much for 20 grand these well, days, are you? Well, it's not cheap. You know, as Ford Fiestas go, I remember the first one she bought, it was just a, I think it was just a Fiesta Z-Tech or something. Um, it was, you know, the similar shape. You know, when they went to that sort of, you know, like snouty with the Aston Martin-style grill at the front, you know, the, the fishy-looking grill. Um, and she had one of them. But I'm sure that was 15 or 16 grand. And now, obviously, this one is an ST line. It's got the heated steering wheel and half leather and bigger wheels and privacy glass and stuff. So it it does look better. Yeah, Yeah, 20 grand. I remember when um, I was selling, uh, when I first moved to Audi and I was selling A1s, and I was like, fucking hell. There's people who used to come in and go, oh, you know, how how much is it for an A1? And they'd be pleasantly surprised on PCP because even though it was more expensive than a Fiesta, the RV was stronger. So it, it... it didn't work out as much as people expected it to more. Right. Do you know what I mean? The okay. payments weren't a million miles off. It was obviously more expensive, but not by as much as people thought. But they, I remember saying, oh, we're, we're looking to pay cash for it. We've got like 15 grand. And I was like, well, you're going to be, you're not going to get a new uh, A1 for that. And I was like, well, we can easily get a new Fiesta for that. It's like, well, yeah. But whereas now, to think that a Fiesta is £20,000 now, and that's just for a one litre EcoBoost I can't uh, believe manual. Can't believe someone would go into Audi and say, "Well, I can get a Fiesta for the same price." Oh, we used to get it all the time. I mean, don't people realise? I mean, Audi is a more expensive brand than Ford. Mm. Everyone knows that. Yeah, it'd just be like going into Porsche and saying, "Well, I can get an Audi for, uh, I can get an Audi for forty grand." And Porsche went, "Well, go and fucking buy an Audi then." Yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> Even though you're, buy, you're buying the same car, basically, but yeah. that's, that's that's a different story, isn't it? Yeah, but this is uh, this is the thing now with cars, isn't it? But she doesn't need; she genuinely does not need a fast car. It'd be fucking wasted on her, like the RS3 was. So yeah. that car is sound for her, and um, you know, well, it is what it is. Well, Mister Trump has just said to me, "Do you fancy a brew?" And I'm like, "Yes." I can't believe you've got Trump on your desk. Yeah, he's there, isn't he? 
Las Vegas. <laughs> I love my little wobbly head. Let's have a brew. The only reason I needed a drink is I've got man flu and I was coughing a bit. <laughs> I'm all right now. You all right now, I'm Cocker? Good. good to go now. Bless. Oh, bless him. See, I got you a cake as well. You did? What is it? A lemon drizzle, that? Lemon slice, yeah, whatever it's it is. In. Nice. Very moist. Why is me? Why is me chair keep going down? I don't know. Has it? Has it got a leak in the in the piston? I don't know. Right, I feel like I'm. There we go. I'm better now. You're right. I felt like a fucking hobbit a minute ago. Right. So. Um, Even more so. So yeah, going back to the um, the Etron video, doing very well. Yeah, it did did okay. So we did that other video uh, on Saturday, the C63 versus the Etron. It's a bit of a joke, but. We did it. We delivered the content seriously, mm. if that makes sense. So we we used we wasn't like bullshitting with stuff, but it wasn't C sixty three. What we did it for really is how far apart are they? C sixty three has got to be one of the most um, like heaviest running cars on juice on juice. Then mm. obviously each one's supposed to be amazing. So yeah, it worked out at. I said 45 pence a mile to run the C63, but it was actually 40. And uh, the e-tron worked out about 15, but that's based upon uh, expensive electric. All right. So it could be in the signal figures. The signal? The signal. The single figures. All right. Of, um, yeah, per mile. So it should, it could work out at about um, four pence a mile if you had super cheap electric all the time. But yeah. that's not a possibility, surely, because you can't. You can't use it to its range and then have super cheap electric because, excuse me, because you'd have to like wait days for it to charge up off Probably. peak. Yeah. So yeah, we did that. And um, let's have a little thing now. We'll have a little um, guess, guesstimate. So that video will be on YouTube now. Like I say, the only reason it won't be is if I've still not edited it, finished it. Yeah. Well, it should be, 100%. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon... So let's guess that it went on on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Yeah. How many views? As of Saturday morning now, say midday, Saturday, how many views do you think that video's had? 40k. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I think I think realistically. I'm bang on. I know, mate. It's what I do. Yeah, I think you, you might be right. Um, <laughs> because the e-tron video did 10k a day mm. on average. Didn't Didn't go crazy at the beginning. But it, it just did 10K. Yeah. So I reckon um, 10K Tuesday, 20 Wednesday, 30 Thursday. I'm going to go just over 40. Right. So if you're saying 40, I'll do. I'll do. This is going to be embarrassing if it doesn't make that. I think because it's such a topical thing at the moment, um, I think it I think it might do. But there's also the comedy side, comparing a C63 to an e-tron. It's just stupid, isn't it? Well, yeah, but we did it because it was like we we wanted to see how big the gap actually was. You know, I mean, you could do you could go and say we could have got my Mrs. Fiesta. It's a mild hybrid, one liter eco boost. That I don't know what it does to the gallon. Probably a million miles to the gallon without my Mrs. drives it. But we could have done that, and that could have been like a much much closer you know, sort of like yeah. pence per mile type thing. But that'd have been fucking boring, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. And I think there's um, there's, there's probably quite a lot of comparisons you can do with electric cars. You could say, I'm going to drive from here to London and London back to here. And you go in the e-tron for argument's sake. And I went in your Mrs. Fiesta, right? Yeah. How quick can you get there and back? Yeah. Right? For the cheapest. For the cheapest, right? Right. So say the e-tron did it um, 
So you drove to London, what, three and a half hours? Depending yeah. on where you go in London, because obviously it's congested in it. Yeah. So um, say three and a half hours to London, yeah. and then it's three and a half hours back. Yeah. I can do that in seven hours in the Fiesta because I just fill it up, takes five minutes, and then I just go and pay and piss off again. Whereas you, you would have to stay, you would have to find a charger. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be quite, a, it'd be quite an interesting test. Or even doing it. Well, you'd beat me. Yeah, I'd beat you, yeah, but what I'm saying is but you would then you compare the cheapest. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing. You would compare cheapness to yeah. time. Then you'd put a value on your time. Right. So if it costs if it takes you I'm on at least two hundred pounds an hour. <laughs> if it takes you seven hours to get there and back plus finding a charger that'll actually charge at the proper rate. Mm. So say it takes you eight eight hours to do it, yeah, and it costs you whatever, fifty quid. And then I do it in the fiesta and it costs seventy quid. Yeah. Would you pay that extra 20 quid to get back an hour and a bit earlier? Fucking right, I would. Yeah, I would as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be an interesting... It'd be That's an, a fucking no-brainer, isn't it? And you'd have to drive it like a ferry, as usual. Yeah. I just, I just don't think... So that's it. I could smash it, right? How many miles is London? Oh, I don't know. A couple, couple of hundred? Hey, Siri, how many miles away is London? Yeah, so 400-mile round trip, depending on exactly where in London you go. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, Back in London. You, you just, I could smash it in the Fiesta, though. Yeah. Whereas you'd have to be driving like a ferry to get the mileage range. Yeah. Um, because, ah, actually, that's a point. You'd have to drive like a ferry because you wouldn't make it. You'd have to, you'd have to charge yeah, it exactly. up twice. So you could just get there. And I tell you what, you'd be pushing that. Yeah. So one ninety five is what you, what you were going to get out of the car, but that was. Don't forget though, don't forget that range was based on speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down, yeah. downhill shit. That's motorway the whole way. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get chance to regen, so you wouldn't get you wouldn't get one hundred ninety five miles motorway. So you would one hundred percent have to recharge. Then when you got to London, as we know, it takes about an hour to do three miles. Yeah, fuck that. So, I'm not going into London. I'll go to like the edge no, of it no, somewhere. No, you've got to, you've got Fucking to go in. <laughs> we'll be there all best bastard day. No, you will be there all bastard day. <laughs> I will be back in Warrington in basically seven hours. You look like you're fucking too big for a fiesta. You look like you were wearing a car. I'll fucking do it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be another. See, that's the thing with YouTube. We always think, oh, what can we do as a video? Because we like producing the videos, but we're not just going to do them just for doing sake. But that would actually be quite a good the, the only thing you could do with that is i don't think we could just drive to london just for the sake of it i think we'd have to have a purpose mm. so i think um you'd have to drive and then maybe go out for a few beers stay over and then come back right. the next day i'm up for that but you can also factor in now you're talking my language mate <laughs> but you could also factor in the time it takes to charge up right yeah because you're gonna have to stop off somewhere and just put a little bit of juice in the car. Yeah. Maybe another forty miles just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Because you don't want to be stuck in London running out of the fuel, do you? No. The battery fuel. No. So you'd have to do that. Um so I reckon you'd have to do that to get there. Then you'd have to fully charge it, make sure it's fully charged, and then you'd have to stop on the way home. Because I don't know. Well, it's uphill, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not even entertaining you on that. You dickhead. Um <laughs> So you might have to charge it up two at least twice. Yeah, at least twice. Make Not three, three times. So you'd have to charge it up three times, and it could be a case of like, do you know what? Can you be asked? 
can you be asked to go into all that trouble? Because you get to London and you do your charge, and then mm. we just go to a hotel, wherever, and you stay in the hotel, have a couple of beers, and then drive back the next day. But then you'd have to stop again. So you factor in all the time. Um, you could factor in how long, you know, the, you could do a lot of comparisons with it. And it'd be interesting to get back and say, your journey took, um, what would it take? Three and a half hours there, three and a half hours back if you wasn't, if you wasn't stopping. Yeah. So I could definitely do it in the seven hours driving, right? Yeah. You could say, it took me, I don't know. Depends if you find these good charges. And, just, and the charges that the good charges that actually do 120 kilowatts because that's what it, yeah. it, the maximum it can take is 120 kilowatts an hour in it. Did you Google that? Yeah, yeah, that's what it says on Google. How true that kilowatts is. An I hour. don't know. But well, it's it's having that in it. And apparently, I was talking to somebody. I think his name was Jeff. My name is Jeff on um, on the uh, on the YouTube's because he was saying about uh, what was he bashing his gums about now? Hang on. Has Jeff gone? He was saying something about area. What a stupid reason to sell it. So he was talking about your your video. You're selling your e-tron. When you have a home charger, that's what you use most. And charging en route is just a matter of looking in an app. I think this is just for clicks. And you don't you didn't even own the car. These sort of videos are just enhancing FUD on EV. I don't know what FUD is. I don't know what that is. But I said, all right, Jeff, calm down. <laughs> We've been chasing Podpoint for four months to get a wall charger installed at home with no luck, and the Zap map is dog shit too. It says our closest supercharger is a 50-kilowatt charger at Limb Services, which so happens to be incorrect and actually 120-kilowatt charger. Ironically, it only actually charges at 30 kilowatts when we <laughs> used it. Here's to your app and our video just for clicks, pal. And there was a, you know, a little thumbs up. And he said, charge speed is depending on several factors. So you can't get max. This is the kind of person you would never want to go for a pint with. All right, Jeff, if you're listening to this, which I highly doubt it, you definitely wouldn't go. I mean, why would you even want to know? Oh, your car has to be, I don't know, lubed up by a fucking so is he semi-naked prostitute before it'll take 120 kilowatts an hour charge. It's definitely going to take longer than three and a half hours to get to London then if you have to get that done. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get one in the passenger seat. I'll bring one down me. Charge speed is depending on several factors. You can't get max all the way or on a cold battery. Obviously, we're just 112 miles. That battery so definitely wasn't cold. It wasn't cold, but apparently you can't get 120 kilowatts if your battery's cold. Who who decides whether your battery's cold or not? Do you do you have to put your do you have to go? Oh yeah, it's lukewarm that and yeah. you warming up. A jack bit. it up, put your hand under it. I yeah, don't that's, know. yeah, that's warm enough. Just educate yourself on these topics instead of going for an EV and selling it on the first minor disappointments. So the range doing 150 <laughs> miles for for a 63 grand car apparently is a minor disappointment. I guess you sell your next car when the wiper fluid runs out and there was no water on, in the gas station. What's Be this sensible. guy's name? He's, he's, Jeff. His name is Jeff. We need to get him on the channel. Come um, on, Jeff. Stop being, so, stop, stop being such a, a killjoy for the videos. He's on about, you sell, apparently you sell your car when your wiper fluid runs out and there's no water in the gas station. Be sensible. Get oh, a zappy he's, he's, charger from my energy and start again. So he's I definitely said, American then. So I just said, we charged up at 41% battery capacity after a 112-mile road trip, well within tolerance of 120 kilowatt charging capabilities. I was a sad bastard and went on the, the charging thing to find out. Um, perfectly well-educated, is what I said to him. Never have a car long enough to need the washer fluid topping up, to be fair, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a petrol station too. Gas isn't a liquid. Thanks for your input, though, Jeff. <laughs> With a thumbs up. Um, but You know, you can actually get LPG, can't you? Yeah, but that's still a, that's still petroleum. That's still a, a liquid, even though it's called liquid liquid petroleum gas. I'm not I'm not um, like into chemistry or anything. I'm just saying Same. we have LPG at the back. Yeah, it's liquid though, isn't it? Yeah, you, know, you just said it's not liquid. 
gas. Gas isn't a liquid. Gas is like... Why is it called le- liquid gas then? I don't know. Some scientists made it up, didn't they? No, we're not getting into it. Um... It's probably American. Yeah. <laughs> but Americans call gas. That's fueling gasoline. Which I suppose it's right. It's gasoline. But we call it petrol, don't we? Yeah. It's petroleum. Well, there's no right and wrong in life. Well, there is. The English are always right, aren't they? Well, maybe so. But um, yeah, so we had a bit of a bit of a back and two with Jeff. Unfortunately, he's not replied to me. That was last night. Um, in fairness to me, we had been to D13 again, so I had had a few beers yeah. and I got no friends to talk to. So I was chatting to Jeff because I don't think he had any friends to talk to either. <laughs> well, thanks for having my back. No problem, mate. Because it wasn't even you in the video and you're backing no, I know, me up. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I know. Um, it's it served its purpose because what it's done is, and I know it's it's bad to say this, but I never set out in that video to clickbait for a start. Number one. I never set out in that. I never set out to put the title, Don't Buy an EV. That just went in down the line because I thought that's what the, the, the sort of like the story with the video was. Yeah. I just did a video because I wanted to actually, and I discussed this with you, I said it would be funny if we do a serious video. Yeah. And it just so happened it was on the e-tron, right? Yeah. And I said it'd be funny because people won't expect a funny, a serious video because normally our channel is like quite dicking about um on the realms of like, we don't give a fuck usually. Mm. We're always messing about. That's still the case. Nothing serious. Yeah, yeah. We're going to throw yeah. these in. Yeah. Like a curveball, innit? You I don't know what's, you don't know what's coming. You. I'll film you being serious. Because I know on the odd day you are like, you was like, it's the same on the podcast a few weeks ago. You got on the podcast and you was like, oh, fucking hell, I've got beef with the world. And uh, I don't I, think I said that. No, but I sort of said so it for you. So you're putting words into my No, mouth. I said it for you because you've got beef. You've got beef with something. And then it, we, we got it out in the end. It was like a bit of a. Like a bit of an AA session, wasn't it? You got I've it got fucking said. beef. If I've got beef with the world, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> I fucking know it, mate. <laughs> Don't I know it? All I'm trying to do is, like, with keep everything happy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everything needs to be, like... I don't want to get. I want to talk about what we did after the e-tron, but I'm going back to um, going back to. Well, it's YouTube, really. So we're doing that road trip, right? Yeah. Um, Which one? The SSOC one. Yeah. Right. So my wife wants to come because she doesn't have anything to do when, my, when, when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. So and that's fine, but it's not as easy as that because when we go on a road trip, we're going in a car, and if she's in the back. And your missus, I don't even know what, is them coming on this road trip? Yes, the right. SSOC so, shows, yeah. So these two, the, my my missus, your missus coming, but we, ha- we haven't got a car because no. we thought the RSQ3 was coming, right? That, if that turns up before that road trip, I'll, as you say, I'll show my ass in the window. Mm. I'll show my ass on the podcast. It yeah. ain't coming, right? No, is it shy? And you hope it's not coming now. Why? Because they said I'd show my ass on the podcast. I'm fucking right, no one wants to see that. <laughs> my hairy ass. You no know, one's got a cap on it at the minute, anyway. So, well, if, it, if that happens, <laughs> if <laughs> if that happens, right? Um, it's the same as well. I have a shave. I have to shave my ass. As well. <laughs> oh, terrific, brothers. That's just what I want um, to know. Itchy. Remember that thing we said about shaving the ass, and yeah. and some guy said, um, I, "I hate it when I say some guy, but I don't. I can't remember." So I said, "Someone said anyway." Someone said. I shave my ass or I do something and it doesn't itch anything. Yeah. I was like, bullshit. <laughs> That's definitely, when you have a shave, you know, you yeah. start to itch, especially yeah. in, if you're doing it in that neck of the woods, I've never shaved my ass, nor do I want to start. Right? <laughs> have God you? This. How the fuck have we just ended up talking about shaving your ass? Have you ever shaved your ass? No, I have not. Right. So we don't know if it's, if it's itchy. All I'm going to say is, I'll take a calculated guess 
this isn't based on looking on YouTube and uh, Google saying, yeah. does your ass itch After when you're shaving, shaving it. it? I'm just saying, I know that's going to itch. I will, 100%. Right? And so we'll leave it at that. The moment it grows back. Yeah, when it starts growing back. Yeah. So I'm not getting, hopefully I won't have to get my ass out on the podcast. Thank God for that. So that car's definitely not turning up, no. right? Never turning up. So the only other car we have, well, we've got other cars. The M3, my wife definitely ain't going to drive that through Europe. The C63 was mentioned, and I'm sure it was in a derogatory way. So I don't think she wants to drive that. I think it was more like, I ain't fucking driving that C63. Why? I don't think I want to drive in it at fucking 20 miles to the gallon. <laughs> at least in the um, RS3, we can get 30 on the motorway. Yeah, just I was about, getting yeah. 23. Ouch. So that will cost a lot of money um, in fuel fuel alone, right? So the, your Mrs. Fiesta. Yeah, going the, the Fezza. Is, is, the, is the only other car. It was like 70 to the gallon or something silly. It pisses it so. Flying along. The extra money that we need to fuel that car to get us around, then it's not really going to cost that much, is it? No. You know, in the grand scheme of things. Also... If we had the four of us in the RS3, there'd be no room for cases. No. And not only that, it would... Well, I got off the um, motorway uh, the other day when we left uh, Assetti. So we went on Sunday, we went to a little meet-up thing at Assetti Performance up near to Cheshire Oaks. And we left there and went to D13 again. It's like our local now, even though it's not local at all. It's actually not far away from me. Not that bad. Think about it. It's one junction down on the six. Yeah. I'm not saying anything else. People don't know where I live. <laughs> Let's move on. I forgot, I f- forgot what I was saying then. Go on. Um, but, <laughs> but then uh, and my dad was behind me and I come off, I can't remember what, is it 56 onto the M6? Yes. And it's like obviously the big long sweeping um, slip roads and stuff. And I was not, I was not going mad mad. But I was, we were moving along. My dad was behind me and he loves to try and push me along. And oh my God, you should have, you should have heard and seen Emily in the passenger seat. Was she going, was she going crazy? Oh, fucking, right, right, that's enough. <laughs> and then we got there and she went, I've got clammy hands now. I've got clammy hands. You're not supposed to be doing that in the car. And uh, well, you fucking, she's a fucking <laughs> lesbian, my missus. But, um. But this is the this is the issue, and no joke, right? You'd have been behind me, going, "Come on, crack on. <laughs> get a move on." I weren't even going that fast, yeah. even in the e-tron. Even in the e-tron, um, I was not going that fast. Well, I was in the RS3 when I, but she, um, yeah, she. Honestly, it wouldn't be worth. I'd just be like, Do you know what? Forget it. I'll stay in. I'll stay wherever we start. I'll just be like, I'm not. I'm not going any further. I'm not driving with you because I can't be asked listening to it. Well, that's the problem I've got with my missus as well because we. You know, we argue about stuff, so as every couple does. And that's the thing. I don't think I want her in the car because of that factor. I mean, it's bad enough for me and you. Um, but And I'm way better now. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Way I, better. I don't think we'd have any problems, like, on this on this next trip, like we did have on the uh, the Canon run. Uh, not because of the Canon run, just not with the Canon run, like with our driving, my yeah. driving, namely. Yeah. Um, I don't think there'd be any problems. But... Um, yeah, so it's going to be us two going in the car and they're going to have to follow on. But there's going to be problems um, either way for me because if she doesn't come, then I'll get I'll get grief. And then if she does come, then I'll probably get grief. So we'll have the walkie-talkies. And we've worked out them walkie-talkies. It says up to a 10-kilometre range. Yes. They're not. No, well, not. no. Well, that's 10 kilometres in line of sight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you've got glass in the way and other shit. Yeah, then... so I was holding mine up like quite... I reckon they're good for like if you're about fifty yards from each other yeah. on the on the road, clean. Yeah. So 
they're going to end up. I mean, you get you get data in Europe anyway. You still get data, even though we're out of the EU now. You still get data, so yeah. we can ring and stuff, even if it's WhatsApp calls. So we, we're all right with that. But it's going to be like slow down, slow down. It's like no, we'll see you there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got a sat nav. You've got a sat nav. Yeah. yeah, stick it in and just follow the sat nav. After day one, they'll be fine. Yeah. We might have to baby him a bit the first sort of they'll like. They'll hate it, you know. I can guarantee it because they, both of them, uh, my missus included, well, she just she's not a car person, so she's she's gonna hate being sat in a car for three, four, five hours a day. She's gonna fucking hate it. She's gonna get to a hotel and think, ah, oh, it's nice here, a bit of sunshine. You know what she's like? She just wants to sunbathe. Yeah. So if she then knows she's got to pack her shit up again, because that was annoying for us, wasn't it? Oh, it's. You, it is. Like, fuck it. you don't unpack because you're like, I can't be asked packing it all back up. It's like a motoring version of camping. Yeah. Whereas camping, you'd go and camp and stay there for a few days. It's a bit of a weird analogy, really, but it, I can only relate it to that. You're a bit out of, you're not, even though you're in a hotel, you're not. Yeah. Because you never open your stuff. If anything, I might do it differently this time. I might buy seven, eight bags. And just have my stuff in each one, and I just take that bag into the hotel. Yeah, and I'm going to come out and just swap it over. I'm not right. talking about like a plastic bag, just oh, a cheap, just another Louis, just yeah, a few just more a few Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, she's probably got seven that I can take. She probably has. So just do that, and then stick them in the back of the car. Because I remember last time you're rummaging through the boot for like, oh, I wore them trainers four days on the run. They fucking stink a bit. I need to find some new socks. Yeah. Um, and then you're looking through stuff, but then you're carting all your stuff and you've got a big camera bag as well. Not big, but you've got enough in yeah. it. And then we had the drone and we just had shitloads of stuff, if you remember. Yeah. And remember before you know well. it, and the women's, they take shitloads. Yeah. Women, everyone knows. If you're a woman watching this, you know that you take more stuff away. Your missus, if you're going away for a night. Oh, don't get me started. She takes, probably takes enough for like. Three or four outfits, yeah. Yeah, like four nights. Yeah. Whereas us. I put my stuff in my missus's bag. I take, you know, whatever I need for the next day. And I go out in the stuff. I go to wherever we go. So if we go to Manchester for a night out and we're staying over, I go in what I'm going out in. Yeah. Underwear, T-shirt, new T-shirt, whatever, new stuff for the way back, socks, whatever you need to. It's not a lot. No. Toothbrush. Not. Toothpaste. Yeah. Deodorant. Cologne. You know. Yeah, splash a pack of a band. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's not a lot. That's not a lot of stuff, is no, it? No, fuck all. So, yeah, this is going to be. That's the biggest problem, I think, on road trips. If you if you're a scruffy bastard as a guy and you're on your own, you're probably not asked. No, I'm not shit. Loads of my mates sort of like get away with fucking taking three t-shirts for nine days, a pair of boxers and a couple of pairs of socks yeah. and one pair of shoes. But you like to, you know yourself, right? Even though. We were coming to do a podcast. I've not left the house today. You've come t to me. Mm -hmm. I had to get a shower before I even yeah. come and sit here in the top of the garage. It's one of the things, isn't it? So when you go on a road trip, you want to at least feel refreshed when you go out. So that's why I don't like camping. Because the shower situation in a camp thing, the, what you've told me about it, you have to travel here and it's all messed up and then yeah. it's communal and you're sharing it with this person and it just doesn't appeal to me. No. And if it wasn't for driving on a road trip... I wouldn't do it because I don't want to go to a hotel and then the next day another one. It's the fact that you're driving and you see, you're seeing Europe, aren't you? You're seeing Europe at a million miles an hour and you, you know, you're with good people and nice cars and you know it's just good content and it's it's a good crack and we're making a we're making a road trip sound like it's shit and it's it's <laughs> like it couldn't be further from the truth. 
Um, but if there was one thing to have a whinge about, you know, like a, a, a multi-stop road trip, that is the that is the pain in the arse. You, you get your shit out of your car, you put it in the hotel, you can't unpack anything because you'd spend 20 minutes unpacking everything to then spend another 20 minutes packing everything back up, if not longer, because nothing ever goes back in the way you fucking packed it the first time. Yeah. So you end up wrestling with a case, so you literally just like keep everything in your case and you rummage around a little bit, then it's all creased because obviously it's in your case, you've got to start ironing shit. It's just, it's that's the, the biggest thing. And then you obviously pack up and you put it back in your car. But I know my missus, I've known her for 10 years. And I know for a fact, one, two days in, she'll be like, fucking shit this, <laughs> this is shit. And she's coming to that's try the problem. and... problem. She's coming to um, to sort of um, be a bit of a morale boost for, for, for your wife because um, obviously your wife wants to come. And um, I was like, y- you need to come with us then because Neen's going to be like bored shitless. The thing is with, with Neen is she's she's into cars. Mm. So she's as happy as the next person looking at nice cars. And she's sociable. She'll talk to whoever really. So if there's people there, she'll talk to them. So I get it with them, your missus. She's not into car. I tell you what though, she knows. That hey. car she said yesterday and, she, and, you, and she was like, that's a such and such. And it you was, went, how oh, the fuck did you know that? It, do you know what it was? It was the safety car for Formula One. Came out. And who was it? Was it my dad? My dad said, oh, what car's that? And my missus went, it's a Mercedes GTR. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? Yeah. I couldn't believe that blew my mind. I could not believe that she knew. I'm sure she's just read it somewhere. Probably heard me piping on about it <laughs> enough. Looking, that's all I go on about at the moment. Yeah. Well, Black Series one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was. I, I didn't even... I heard that her say that, and I was like, "No, I didn't just hear her say that." So I dismissed it. Yeah, mad that. And then you—that was when you was like, "What?" <laughs> so you know, she does know that she does know the cars, but yeah. whether she's a secret car admirer, maybe because she has spent now time around you doing this job, talking about not just Audis because you you talk about loads of different cars now, and she did used to watch a few of the early um yeah. episodes we did on youtube my missus doesn't watch them anymore no mine doesn't um she's lost lost interest um which is fine <laughs> probably like most of our audience to be fair <laughs> yeah, <aren't> yeah. <laughs> if st- we're probably talking to no one here we've got 161 of them left and one of them's my dad <laughs> fucking hell that was hard work trying to get that out of him last night wasn't oh it? that was funny so going back to our like chronic <laughs> chronological week um we did the video of the e-tron on saturday then we went out for a beer with uh Obshits, we did um, who's now the media guy at Awesome GTI. We got him that job. You know, that's what we do for people. It is. You know, we hook them up. Mm. So we did that, and then we just come back, and then the next day we went to a SETI open day for SS... Um, UK. Super, yeah, Supercar Society. UK. UK. Yeah. Then that we just did that. We did about two hours there, just mooched about, talked yeah. to a couple of people. Yeah. Um, and then we went to D13 again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Because well, it's not even on the way back. No, if anything, it's yeah, you've it's got like a triangle in it past your house. But yeah, there was a few of the few of the lads. Marty was going one in, a few of the lads that was going, and we thought, oh fuck it, let's just go for a go for one or two. We ended up there for five or six. Yeah, we didn't get um, we didn't get hammered or anything. We were back for eight o'clock, weren't mm. we? Sunday. But the thing is, to us, is it wouldn't make a difference anyway, because if we if we that's the thing with, that I like about it. I'm sure you like about this job. The next day. If you say, "Oh, I'm, um, I don't feel well," there's no repercussions. Is it? Your boss isn't going to say, "No, he flaky as fuck." You, I couldn't care less. Whether you, if you say, like today, if you would have said, "Oh, I'll, I'll come tomorrow to do the podcast," I'm like, "That's fine. Do do what the fuck you want." I only needed the Y food integration filming now because we forgot to do it on Saturday 
because I'm editing the, the video today, yeah. I could have carried on editing. So to me, you've only got yourself to answer to, really. If you're flaky, it's yourself that you're flaky with, nobody else. If we've booked something in with someone, obviously we're going somewhere, that's different, isn't it? Yeah. But today, we don't, we, we just said yesterday, should we do the podcast? And then you decide in the morning, don't you? He was like, what, what do you want to do? I was like, we'll get it done. And then we, we're going to do the RS3 video tomorrow, aren't we? Yeah, we'll do well. In fact, actually, because we're doing a car vertical integration for the RS3 video, I've decided we need to do another one for this month anyway. Obviously, the RRS3 is well, that's completely pointless. It's a brand new car we've bought it, so the car vertical report will just report nothing at all, other than yeah, it's registered. I don't even think there'll be a mileage input because it's not, but it's not on the database for anything apart from a brand new car. No, it's had nothing. So I've I've messaged car vertical directly and ask them if they've got, you know, like a bad report for an RS3 because, you know, we can then show you this bad report and what it picks up and, and that kind of thing. So that's what we're looking into. Well, we could factor it into the fact of, like, we are getting rid of that car soon because the green one's coming. Yeah. Obviously, that car's going back to Audi. Yeah. Um, it's not going to go to auction, I presume. It'll go back into the showroom because it it's still like a brand new. Yeah, never raced um, or rallied. No, never been anywhere near a racetrack. Or a drag um, strip. <laughs> uh, so uh, that car... You're not going to need to do a report on it, really, because no. the main dealer can't sell anything like that. They can't sell a crash, damaged, repaired one. They can't sell anything without outstanding finance. It's just you don't need to do it. I've never done a car a car report on a car that I've bought from a main dealer. No. Um, I mean, there are cars that slip through the net, you know. Yeah, there but are... you've got a certain amount of comeback. So if you buy yeah. that car and then you find out, I presume, I don't know, don't quote me on this, a few weeks later, oh, fucking hell. This has been an accident. And then you just say to them, look, because they're getting more trouble than you. Yeah. But knowingly sell, they're not knowingly going to sell you that car, are they? No, they wouldn't. You know, um, crashed up. They'd send it straight to auction if they knew. I mean, you have to do a HPI on every single car that you bring in as a swapper, whether they, whether Audi end up selling it or whether you send it to auction, you do HPI on every single one. So it'll tell you if it's ever been an accident on blah, blah, blah. But um, there obviously are cars like the M3, that slipped through the net. Yeah. Because on the face of it, that car is in really good condition. Um, well, for 20 years old, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Maybe and, too good a condition. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. If you looked at that on the face value of it, then you'd be like, yeah, it's, it looks like it's been well cared for and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing, and it's so, certain things do slip through the net. If somebody's crashed their car, had it repaired to a good standard, um, and then it's, you know, never gone through the insurance and sold it back to Audi. There's only so many checks that you can do when you bring a car in as a part exchange they'll do a mpc a multi-point check um but they're not going around every single seam of the car to go oh right um yeah that's that's right that's bang on oh um you know that doesn't quite look uh, yes they look in depth into certain things but there's there's always going to be certain stuff that i mean someone we know with a q2 crashed it yeah yeah and yeah. um audi warrington found out that it had been crashed we already knew but obviously i didn't know to tell them because i didn't know that they were buying the car anyway, long story. But um, they found out, they, they I don't know what they saw on the car, but they were like, oh yeah, it's been crashed this Q2. So they sent it to auction, even though they bought it um, at, um, you know, like as if they were going to be selling it. So they bought it at that money. So I think they, I don't know if they just about broke even getting the money back through auction, but they couldn't sell it themselves because they, when they looked around it and did the multi-point check, they were like, oh yeah, it's so been crashed. Basically, they offered the money, they traded it in, yeah. then under more scrutiny yeah like a closer inspection yeah the technicians or whoever's checked it has found like the panel at the back or something slightly different paint yeah and then they can someone who knows no don't they like yeah. we take the stuff to sean at first class motors and he can tell just by a paint 
like oh, covering. Away. Like it's been oh, yeah, painted that. It's been painted that. Because yeah. he knows factory paint compared to um, aftermarket paint. Yeah. We're still... We'd still be guessing. Oh, yeah. we. I mean, there's there's certain things that you look at. There's obvious stuff, like the Clio. The front bumper on the Clio looks like it's been fucking sprayed by a four-year-old. Um, but it's like rattle canned because that car was blue underneath it once upon a time. I mean, I'm trying to sell it, so I should probably shut up. No, it's like it's but, immaculate, that car. <laughs> like a brand new. But it's a track car, isn't it? No one expects a track car to be fucking mint. You're only going to, you only gonna, you know, bump and bruise it anyway, aren't you? Yeah, of course it is, yeah. That's it. That's a track car. You don't have a, a brand new. You, you're just going to get blowovers every now and then on a the paint if it has been in a minor skirmish with a yeah. barrier. But yeah, it's a track car, like you say. They're not. They're not supposed to be mint concourse condition, like a brand new. You know, it's not a show car, is it? No, definitely not a show car. So yeah, we um, we did that on the Sunday, and E13. then it brings it bring, brings us on to um, today, and then obviously we're going to do the RS3 video tomorrow, and that's yeah. going to be more of a. We'll do it similar to the e-tron video, even though we've shared that car supposedly. I I've not I don't drive it, so I pay half of the car that I don't even drive. I've had use out of it, you know, but I'm not too bothered because the money that I've put into it is it like three payments, something like that, three or four, yeah. So whatever, three or four payments. Say it's four on the top end. Um, it's about fourteen hundred pound. In theory, we'll get about two and a half grand back each hopefully in, hopefully there are about if you got two grand back right so it covers what i've put in so i i'm not asked yeah I'd, I'd get my money back so i'm not really i'm not really that fussed um so yeah we, so you're this is the reason i'm trying to say is you're going to do the review on it because you are the person that car's done four thousand miles yeah just over you've probably done three thousand five hundred of them probably ish yeah. right so It'd be pointless me reviewing that car, even though I've got an opinion on it. Yeah, it's better for you to uh, review it because you've done the most miles in it. So you're going to do maybe something similar, but we'll 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 do some bullet points. What you're going to talk about, and we'll film it, and it'll come out good. And what it will be is a genuine, um, serious-ish uh, four-month ownership of that car for anybody, because you are in authority here because you have. You're not a car trader. You have actually owned the previous yeah. eight, whatever the hell it 8V. was, eight V, and now you own the eight Y. Yeah. Um. So you're going to compare at certain points in the video, I presume, why the eight P, eight Y, eight Y. No, the the eight P, the one before the first, yeah first gen R C. Yeah. So what eight V is the middle one. Yeah. So why the eight V, the middle one, the one you own, the white one. Yeah. Is better than the eight Y. Because it might be something that's better. Could be. Don't don't let yeah, the cat yeah. out there. Yeah. Could be. But the eight Y, in my opinion, is a lot better than the eight V. Yeah. We're going to save that for a video, and whatever you, you know, come to the conclusion on, it'll be interesting. It'll be it'll be for the viewer a genuine. This is what you've had over ownership because you've owned both of these cars. So you'd be like, what I liked about this, what I don't like about that, why this is good, why that's bad. And genuinely, if someone's considering, do I buy an eight, whatever? I mean, you didn't own the first one, did you? No, so you the can't AP, really. No. You can't really compare. No, them. but what you can do is the le the later two, um, and then people might say, oh, yeah, I'll go for the older one based upon that. So it is genuinely good advice that I presume is going to be coming along. Well, I mean, you're talking about genuinely good advice, and then me in the same sentence there. So I'm not too gonna, sure about that. You're but, gonna have to. I mean, what People I don't expect it. What I don't want to come across as is like some sort of, you know, it, 
it's I don't know how to explain it I don't, I don't want anybody to take it you know even though it's going to be probably a, a video with with less if not no banter in it I don't want people to take it you know it was like gospel it's still subjective a lot of things that I'm going to say in that video are going to be subjective to me and my personal um, opinion what I use that car for because people use cars for different reasons don't they so yeah you know if you predominantly used a specific car for one job which it wasn't really designed to do you're not going to get the best experience out of it and stuff like that so yeah it's going to be my um my experience with the two cars i had both both cars have done i did five thousand miles in the old one and i did well i didn't i know my missus did a lot of them but i did a you know i drove a lot of the eight vrs3 both dazza and dnwa so both uh facelift i didn't drive oh no i did drive a pre-facelift once i took it out on a test drive um with a with another customer we you know i drive it out and then they drive it back um, did they buy it? Uh, they did actually, yeah. The uh, the pre facelift one. Well, yeah, they did, but then they swapped it in very quickly afterwards and bought a facelift one. Oh, right, okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, did, I, did you sell them the facelift when they come back? No, I didn't know. Yeah, so they obviously uh, didn't. Like, they obviously didn't want you after the first sale. Then. No, it was my day off. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Do you know? And that that happened quite a lot, didn't it? People buying other cars, but the 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 jump between the um, pre-facelift and the facelift wasn't as big as the jump between the 8V facelift and this new 8Y. Right. That's well, as save far that, as it's going. Save that for the video. Yeah. This is it, you see. Genuinely, you know, you're not guessing the information, are you? You know the information. Yeah. And like you say, it's subjective. It's your opinion. But people can take it or leave it. We ain't charging people for, well, for the videos, it, yeah. are we? No. Either watch it or not. you don't. Yeah. As long as we get that first initial bit of the video, hooky. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. Bang, evil GT cars crashing. Well, this is my only thing now because I know for a fact that when it doesn't get as many views as Lee's Etron video, it'll be like, <laughs> "You fucking wanker!" Well, don't fucking do it. <laughs> I'm not asked. I just want to monetize videos. I know. So I look at it and think the Etron's made us eight hundred dollars, nine hundred, nine hundred dollars. Fucking hell! If we've got to do a three series videos a month, we need to do three series videos a month. We can still dick about. The road trip that we do, the um, one through Europe, that's going to be constant dicking about. Yeah. This is the ironic thing. You'll print it down to the video being serious. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. It's got nothing to do with that. Well, it's people, people have said that. That's the thing. People have commented. Forget the people saying I should have bought a Tesla and this is a stupid video because you're getting rid of it at the first opportunity just because it won't charge up properly on the infrastructure. Yeah. But... People, the first, when I first started looking at the comments when it first went, people were saying, "Oh my god, um, some sort of like not a car review, but like information on a car and tax advice." <laughs> <laughs> because I did the the Planet Tax integration in it right here, actually. Yeah, and did. Um, and that's done well as well. I mean, we've got a meeting with Mike from um, just to give you the background on Planet Tax. If we haven't actually told you in the past, which we've told, this is the problem. We don't know when we've said different no, stuff. No, we'll probably we? end up repeating ourselves, so just switch yeah. off if, uh, if you fucking... So so quickly, this. Mike, who is the one of the directors of Planet Tax, he was on the Canon run last year, we met him, spoke, spoke about the tax reclaim, and then talk, spoke about doing an integration, and then we eventually did an integration, so, and that's where we're up to. So it's a genuine company, someone said, oh yeah, it's no reviews and bad reviews and stuff. I did a tax reclaim on it. You did? And quid. it was fine. It just, it worked, given the details, and they claimed it back. So it was fine, and it's a genuine, like, it's HMRC expect companies to do it. So, um, yeah, 
That's fine. As long as they don't get a tax inspection. I'm not well, asked. that's the thing, isn't it? That's the only thing that worries you, is that the... You've you've stayed fairly under the radar. Not that you've had anything to hide, but you've no. sort of you've you've not done anything that you should be doing, and they've left you alone, and and that's sort of how it's gone well, along. That's it. Whereas I mean, now you've took money off them, they're going to be like, right, this dickhead. But let's I, go and try and get it back. <laughs> what I took off them was pittance compared to what I paid them. Yeah. <laughs> so if I took off them more than I paid them, which yeah. you can only claim back what you've paid anyway. So you've paid ten thousand in corp tax, and then you claims ten thousand. Well, that's the maximum it can be. It can't, you can't claim 11,000. You yeah. can only claim back what? Well, I think that's anyway. I don't. I presume that's the Speak way it to works. Planet Tax, they'll tell you. Yeah, they're the experts in uh, that field. Le- one of the UK's leading experts, I love you, know. Oh, really? Well, that's what the website says. The only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's loads, of, there's loads of companies out there. I'm just saying, I've had direct, genuine, like we, we advertise white food, right? Yeah. You drink it. Yeah. You can give an opinion. Yeah. I've done a tax re- reclaim so I can give an opinion genuinely. I've yeah. tasted the product, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it tastes good. Well, getting money back, surely it does, yeah. <laughs> Fucking right. It tastes, tastes better than anything else I've ever consumed. Yeah, you know, getting money, getting money back off the HMRC, it's like you fucking won something. <laughs> it's that, like, you bastards. Yeah, fucking give me that money back. <laughs> but in theory, you're not getting anything back. All it's doing is your corp tax bill's this high, Yeah, and then it comes down to that. Right, okay. And it's not even... Like, it's the company's money anyway. Yeah. So it's not as if I'm getting anything back directly in my bank account. But if you own your own company, why not? Better off in your company's pocket than the HMRC. It is. And like I say, it's a genuine thing. We had research and development, which I didn't didn't, um, identify as doing. Yeah. But Mike and his team said, yeah, this is research and development. I'm like, oh, yeah, so it is. When they explained it, it was like, yeah, yeah, it is actually research and development. And I'll tell you exactly what it was in. It was in the VR field. So VR production, um, we've been doing it for a few years now. And there's no rule book and how to do it and help. You can get some bits on YouTube. Yeah. But you have to, you like, you might as well put a blindfold on and do this. Yeah, you've got to work out what the best equipment is for you and then accessories for that equipment and angles and lighting and all that kind of stuff you've got to try and work all that out yourself there's nobody that goes oh yeah yeah, you just literally do it this way well exactly and we bought we bought another another vr camera um k2 pro it is actually if anybody knows what that is um six thousand pound not a lot for a camera had to import it from um over in the um, asia area and then you have to need you need software for it, which is no training on this software. No right. one tells you how to do it, so your staff are sort of like fumbling the way through, shit loads of hours. Yeah, wasted like, almost. Almost wasted because yeah. trial and error. Right, do it in this one. No, that's shit. Do it in this one. That's shit. Weeks, and you know what? We're still not using that camera because right. of all them reasons. So really, you're trying to make a product better by investing money into the camera equipment and software and staff doing this. So really, when you get the money back off HMRC, they're offering it out, you might as well take it because well, that yeah. helps us out. Well, that's it. I mean, somebody, so there was some people that commented on your e-tron video saying, um, oh, you're um, fiddling tax. And I was like, what? But you know, with the government's incentive yeah, for yeah. a business to buy an electric car. Yeah. So the government put that incentive on Yep. for businesses to buy electric cars. So you get a write-down in your, your tax, um, yeah. you know, your thing. And it was like, you're fiddling tax. I was like, that's the fucking government's incent. The government put it on. It weren't an accountant that come and went, oh, by the way, there's a bit of a loophole here. If you do this, that, and the other, the government said, 
do this and we'll help, we'll help you out as a business. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't think he fully understood what fiddling tax meant. Well, if I'm fiddling tax, my accountant's fiddling it for me <laughs> because I just go off what the account... I have an idea to save money. Yeah. Or can I do this? Is it tax deductible? Will it help on the bottom line and the net profit and all that? And he'll either say yes or no. He's not going to... Why would he Why would he fiddle tax for me? There's no. There's no reason for him to do it. No, you're paying the same regardless, don't you? Yeah. You don't get a percentage of your profits. No, no. He just he just invoices me at the end of the year. This is your corporation tax return, and I've done it, and that's how much you owe, and I'm like, fucking hell. Can you not do that again? You know, just take a note off that. Yeah, exactly. And it happens every year. Yeah. But um, I don't say I mean about the note. I mean, fucking hell, that's a big tax bill. But in a way, it's good, because if you've got a big tax bill, it means you've made um, yeah, a, good, money. a good profit. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. And I am happy paying a certain amount of tax, but I'm not going to say no to a tax deduction because of something that the government have put in place. Exactly. I've yeah. not asked for it. The research and development tax rebate is something that the government, that ain't something that somebody's made up. That's yeah, yeah. the government have said is is an incentive for, for helping to develop product and things for the UK economy effectively, isn't it? Of course it is. I'm paying... And this is the thing, this is the key thing. My company is paying corporation tax, right? So that's what they're saying. If you wasn't paying any corp tax, then you can't claim it back. Which is fair enough. All they're saying is we're going to give you some of that money back if you're spending time and effort trying to develop a product that is difficult. There's no like, the stuff's on the Planet Tax website. If, you, if you're interested, I don't want to bore you anymore with it, but if you're interested and you've got your own business or you work for somebody, Go on to the Etron video, use the link, because it does help us out if you go through. Yeah. Because it's a referral. So if 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 I could, if off that video when I said, oh, click the link, if that's referred through and you go and do um, a tax rebate, then it helps us out. Mm. And Mike, we've got a meeting with him next week. We have, Thursday. And he's got some other ideas. Uh, well, apparently so, yeah. I'm looking forward to him. I don't know yeah. what they are. And this comes back to the videos we were saying at the beginning and the last video, the last podcast we did. We need to make our videos more like um what do you call it uh work better for us yeah so yeah. The, i know it's i know it's annoying for you guys having an integration and an advert but for us it's essential because us sitting here you're sitting here for two hours i'm sitting here for two hours we can't sit here for free can we well, I've still got bills to pay. But more importantly, it got to the point where we was producing that many videos that you the, the only content that you've got really to... Because there's a lot of planning that goes into even that little drive out to Matlock. Like, you still got to plan it. I had to look, mm -hmm. you know, within a 75-mile radius because I thought, well, 150 miles is, uh, you know, round trip is probably safe. So there's a lot of planning that goes into those kinds of videos. So you need a little bit more time for it. You can't just wake up in the morning and go, fuck it, should we just drive to Matlock and back? Drive somewhere and back and, and you know. So I'm not saying that's the hardest to... Um, prepare for I'm just saying it takes a bit more planning um, so these videos that we were doing it trying to do three four a week they were costing money more money than we were getting in so this YouTube channel ain't gonna last any longer than it than it has done because we're already in a shitload of debt uh, it's safe debt because obviously it's with your other company so nobody's gonna come you know no heavies are gonna come knocking on the door saying what the fucking hell's going on here but it's it's not sustainable for us to do it the way we was doing it with the amount of money we're spending trying to get these cars done. So we just had to sort of rein it in a little bit production-wise and look at videos that are either like a 100 times cheaper 
or don't cost as much to do and then try and integrate um uh, well try and put integrations in and sponsors in and, and companies that are happy to to obviously you know integrate on our on our space because it means then that that we can sustain i mean already we're on the genuinely speaking we would be well we've had how many conversations have, have we had where we've gotten to what is it the 21st today 21st of the month and i'm thinking right within in around about a week or so so this time next week i'll be looking to try and take some money out of the company and we'll look at it and go fuck there's there's not enough in it like there's not enough in it Whereas now already in the, um, you know, without obviously sharing all the financial figures, we'll, we'll be as transparent as we can with you guys always. But um, we'll look at it and go, fucking hell. So then I look at Lee and I, I feel like I'm working for somebody else really because even though I'm I'm not, we work, we, we do this together. But I'm like, fucking hell, like I've got to, you know, there's not enough in there. It's it's a horrible thought. When you work for somebody else, you work for Audi. I was like, I fucking know I'm getting paid because I've earned <laughs> me money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I well, know I, I'm getting paid. I did paid. say to what? you, and I've said to you on multiple occasions, if there's not enough money, you don't have to ever worry about um, having enough money because I just take money out of the other company. I know we don't want to loan money out of the other company because I feel like we've had a pot like this and there's been a hole in it and this has been full of 100 grand and yeah. it's been pissing out, right? <laughs> and it's got to the bottom. Yeah. And it's still pissing out. And we've stuck our... I feel yeah. like we're at the point now where we've stuck our fun, finger in the yeah, hole. and it can build back up. And then it's sort of like going back up. So the tap's still pouring in, mm. but it's been coming out of the hole yeah. quicker than it's been going in. And that's the problem with any business. Of course it is. If yeah. money's going out quicker than it's coming in... You've fucked it. It's going to run out. Oh, yeah, very quickly. So at least now, we're at the 21st of March... And you look at the ba- the bank and it's not got enough in to uh, pay us both um, or even uh, me for that matter yet. But it's way closer than it, it would have been. Yeah. Way closer. And there's still stuff to, to come in and, and all that kind of stuff. But that is literally how we do these videos for, for you guys. So like the, the, we enjoy ourselves. We love doing them. But um, the actual, uh, the, I don't want to say stress because people say stress too too easily these days, I think. But it is like a different kind of, whereas before, be running around a car dealership making sure people have got the new cars. This now, um, you know, looking at um, looking at the company's bank and think, fucking hell, this isn't, this isn't looking good. Because we still need to pay City. So we've still got money for the so the Euro trip. It still hasn't been paid for. And that's yeah. that's way cheaper than the Canon run. But it's, it's not a business. This is just friends going. And one of our mates has organised it. And it's just a group of friends going. So it's not you don't get recovery trucks and parties and there's loads of shit you don't get. And that's the reason why the Canon run is a lot more expensive. So I'm not certainly not comparing. It's a bit, like, to, it's a bit like the Ryanair of uh, Euro, Euro exactly. trips. Yeah. This and is. Uh, the Canon run. I don't even know. Emirates business class. Yeah. You fucking, it's just, well, it's carnage in it and everything's organized and it's just a pol- more polished. Trip. I mean, even employing somebody to drive a, a box loot and van to take your luggage from one hotel to the other. That must cost. Yeah, How many that miles was, did we do? Yeah. So, well, yeah, ne- nearly 2,000 miles, not far off. When you think that that van, I don't know what route they do, but they might end up fucking about a bit more, going here and picking this, you know, and just messing about a little bit more. But uh, then you've got the recovery truck with yeah. the with the pod trailer. That's usually usually had Jay's Lambo in it. So that'll be doing <laughs> that'll be doing 15 to the gallon. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so maybe. that's the reason why so. there's one, and obviously the hotels were. I mean, we don't, we've not seen these hotels yet. I believe that size sorted us some nice ones out. But the reason Should why see. this is a lot cheaper is it's purely the car on the uh, Euro Tunnel, the hotels, and that's it. 
Whereas you get shitloads more other, you know, and, mad stuff with the cannon run. Yeah, and we still, um, and we still need to pay for obviously going. You know, yeah. nine days out well, on the yeah, road. That's it. Yeah, we need funds you know, for fuel and food and. Every night probably going to be an entertaining night, so you're going to be with people. That's the reason to go because you you're spending time with like-minded adults who all love cars, and and you're going to meet like I've not met. I've only met Sidney and maybe one or two of the others. Shent. So oh, Shents, I don't think can go. Yeah. So um, you know, it's going to be new people for me to meet. Um, you you know quite a few of them, don't you? Because you went on that them. meal yeah. thing. So uh, so for me, like just socialising and stuff. Even though he says I'm antisocial, you know. Absolutely. I do like talking to people about cars and business and just stuff like that. So, um, and I presume these people, that's the thing. It's all people who, these are not people that, you know, if I don't want to sound bad saying this, but these are all people who've got a few quid. Yeah. So you're all sort of like, you're talking about business and nice cars and stuff. Unfortunately, having a conversation with someone, if it was a road trip and, some, and you were talking to someone, and I was like, oh, yeah, how's business? And we're like, oh, I'm on a dole. You know what I mean? Yeah. That conversation's going <laughs> to slow down pretty quick. Oh, uh, oh, all right, yeah, fair enough. Uh, what, how's your car running? Oh, I, I can't afford a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, it's you like, walk here then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's, um, it's all people that are in similar situations to you, so you've got a lot of conversation with these people. Yeah. And you're nine times out of ten, you're going to get on with people who are into cars. And, um, yeah. I mean, we when we went to the uh, Ellsbury Port yesterday, everyone there talking about cars. You yeah. just get on with everyone, don't you? Because it's a common, it's a common sort of like theme. Yeah. It's like oh, opening line. What what have you come in? Mm. Oh, I've come in an RS six, C eight, whatever. And it's like bang, you you're off. Yeah. And I think it's, it's two it, hours later. Yeah, and you've had a good chin wagon, met somebody that you're on about Mark, aren't you? Yeah, sounding. Yeah. Yeah. But you, I think I don't know if it's just a northern thing, but one thing I've noticed now doing this a lot more, like a lot of people expect people to be, who are driving around in McLarens and Lambos and Ferraris and stuff to all be yop, yop, yoppers and fucking, you know, prawn sandwich eating um, people. But I don't think I've met one yet. No. There was a handful on the mega run of them sort of people that, I don't know. We're talking multimillionaires here. Yeah. But the, the majority of people who we've met who've got a few quid, I've earned it from fuck all. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Sai, he won't he won't um, mind us for, for saying this. He still lives in the same place. It's on a council estate, but he's got an E63S and a McLaren, and people are like, what the fuck are you doing still living there? And obviously he owns his gaff and he's extended it and shit, but he's like, it's where I'm from. This is me. Yeah. I know the people here. I'm comfortable here. There's nothing fucking wrong with the place. And that's what we, we like. There's nothing wrong with people having coming from fuck all and being successful. Um and that's the thing with the trip that we're going on. Them lads are like-minded. You're not fucking t- sat there talking to people who've been, you know, fed with a silver spoon and been given this, that, and the other, and, and um, it, you know, lardy da dickheads. We're not, you know. It's and not, as, it's and not as much as no, as much as we would like to think, you look at yourself in a certain way. You look at yourself and skin. But <laughs> I don't think, and this is stereotyping. People who are like that, I don't think I could get on with people who are just on another fucking planet. Yeah, they've never been skinned, right? Yeah, they've never had to. And these are people out there; they've never really had to work that hard for the money. Yeah, it's family money. Um, and I know there's people out there like that. I just don't think they're on the same planet as no. you. They're there. They're on another one, and you're on yours. Like you say, we're from working class. We we know what skin is. 
Fucking right. And we know what having a few quid is, and we've had them in between. Everyone goes up and down through their life. Sometimes you skin, sometimes you're just okay, and then sometimes you've got plenty of money. Yeah. And you'd be very naive to think this time next year things can't change for good or bad. You know, you could win you could win the lottery tomorrow. Oh, I'd take that all day. You know? Take that and party. And this time next week I could be bankrupt. And do you know Who what? Knows? Do you know what? If I did win the lottery, I'd still love to do this. I still would do YouTube. Pay, pay me mortgage off. Well, no, what the fuck? But I tell you what I would do for you hundred and sixty one well hundred and sixty actually minus my daddy can still pay, but for you hundred and sixty patrons that currently do pay, I'd give it you for free. You won't fucking still do YouTube and all this. If you I won the, would. if you if you won the lottery and you had say you had a hundred million, right? Do you know what your job you would love to do? Go fucking on. spend all that money because you love spending money. You'd be like, what is the fucking best hotel in the UK? I'm going to it. You would, in the UK, fuck that. I'd Seven be, stars. I'd be straight on a plane. I don't know what, <laughs> like it's mad, in it? Like I, I, um, I like having experiences that you otherwise wouldn't have ever had. Um, I, I don't I don't really know I don't know what I'd, you'd fucking have a meltdown I think if you won hundred million I know I would I'd, I'd literally have a meltdown they give you they give you shrinks and all kinds don't they the the counselors and stuff yeah to, to and help they you give deal you financial advisors and stuff don't do this do this and don't I I mean I'm not blowing my own trumpet here I don't if I won hundred million I probably need a little bit of financial help just to make sure I'm putting it in the right direction but I don't think I'd need too much no. because. Money doesn't burn a hole in my pocket anymore. 20 years ago, if we won the lottery, I'd be like, Where's, did you say there's a financial advisor around here somewhere? <laughs> come on. Come over here. And give, us a, give, us a, give us a lift with uh, spending all this I money. Imagine, I can imagine your wife just strolling over towards you and be like, no, 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 I'd be like, not you. Not fucking you. You're definitely no financial advisor. When she said before, I went in the kitchen, she said, I've saved some money. And I said, your, your name and saving money doesn't go in the same <laughs> sentence. And then she just called me something and then just turned around. So that must mean that whatever she went to buy was out of stock. <laughs> oh, that was it. She said, Nathan, you, you'll love this. That downstairs toilet cabinet thing that yeah. was a thousand pound. She's saving some money and she's getting something else done in there. And uh, she's going to spray that cabinet instead. Oh, happy days. Yeah. But saving money. It's still going to cost a fortune. Well, she still didn't need to spray it. She did, she could have just left it alone, couldn't she? Yeah. And that well, would have been saving yeah, money. Yeah, of course, yeah. So <laughs> Saving yeah. true money. But going back to the money side of it, um, you know, if you won the lottery and stuff, I, I, I try and, like, I haven't got enough money to just do anything I want. I'm okay. I can go here and I can go there. If I want to go on holiday, I can go. I've still got to get finance on a car. Yeah. So I haven't got shit loads where I can just say, I love that hundred grand car. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, well, that's relative, though, isn't it? Because if you went to buy, like, for a lot of people, you wouldn't have five grand. They might still have to finance a five grand car. Yeah, yeah, it's relative. Yeah, if I want to go and buy a twenty grand car, I can buy that cash. Maybe even if I wanted to buy a fifty grand car at the moment, I haven't got shitloads of money because obviously this fucking place is costing me a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's the thing. That's relative. Yeah. Um, and the problem is. Um, I don't want a 20 grand car as disrespectful as that says to anyone who's got a 20 grand car. Um, when I had my um, GT3, it was 130 grand. I lived in a 300 grand um, house. Yeah. just didn't match the house. Nope. So living where I am now, driving me fucking 20-year-old M3 doesn't match the house. Nope. And it's funny um, because I'm on the other side of it now. I've gone to... What I've done is I've put my finances into a house rather than into a car. Whereas before I was that much of a petrol head. I was like, 
nope, I want an 130 grand GT3. Not because it's 130 grand, just I want a GT3 one yeah. more than I wanted to move house. And then it's come sort of like the other way around now. I, I wanted a nicer house, more space, more land, more than I want a GT3, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I've sort of like matured a little bit. Yeah, but now um, you've got the house, now you want your GT3 again. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I've got the house now yeah. and the deposit's in and I just pay the mortgage. If we can afford the mortgage, that's fine, but I've only been paying it for three months and I still don't even know if I can afford it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whereas so, before, your mortgage before, he was like, oh, has the mortgage come out this month? Uh, yeah. Has it come out? Oh, yeah, I think it has. I think it did come out, yeah. And then this month, it's like, fucking hell, the mortgage has come out. I've never been so much on the ball with a joint account. I'm like, we need that money in. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it sells you, like, this money's going to bounce. Yeah. I just don't want to, I don't want to be in that position. <laughs> like, I'm making sure that money's in. So it's relative. Yeah. You're worried about getting paid. Mm. I'm worried about paying the mortgage, which I suppose in well, the, in the roundabout on. thing, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. You're just worried about getting paid to pay the mortgage. I'm worried about making sure I've transferred the money from the other account. Yeah. And then I think, fucking tax on that. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and it, everything to me comes back to HMRC. Everything. I'm surprised I've not got like um, some sort of like, you know, PTSD with HMRC. You have like, a, you have like one of them. Yeah, HMRC. Fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just, that's the way it is, isn't it? So, yeah. And that probably, no. fittingly. No, no, no. We've got one on. more thing to do. Right, Connor, yes. One more thing. We're well over the two hours. So, you're getting, if you actually, not everybody's watching these uh, uh, podcasts, by the way. Well, you need so, to, because you might end up winning two tickets to Performance German Day. But you did say, um, people have joined the Patreon, which we really, really appreciate, just to support us. Yeah, which we do appreciate. Yeah, it was a chap who messaged us saying, "Listen, I, uh, I, this is phenomenal, by the way." But it was a chap who uh, messaged us saying, "Listen, um, I, I don't get chance to listen to the podcasts. Um, I'm too busy." But I, he's still, I pay, he still pays his three pounds. I think that's amazing, phenomenal. That mates, thank yeah. you very much. If really ever that. we see you out, um, you know, at a show, at an event, whatever, you make sure you tell us you're that chap who messaged us, and I'll buy you a pint. No you know dramas. what? I will out of my own pocket, not our company's money. Yeah. If anyone ever. We meet anyone and say, I've signed up to your Patreon. I will buy you a drink, a bacon butty, a sausage butty, a beer, anything. Yeah. yeah. Because to us, yeah, it's good to have the finances coming in to, for production costs, but it's also the thank you for people to support us as well. 100%. And I know that's counterproductive because obviously trying to get money in to pay for all the stuff and production costs. But yeah, we do really appreciate it. You just better it. hope that they're not all there at the same time because you'll be like, fuck it, people will be looking at them and be like, fucking hell, he's popular. And you're like, yeah, buying everyone <laughs> yeah, a bacon sandwich and a there brew. I was <laughs> own my own bleeding bacon butty van. <laughs> but so no, go on. Um, so in, it weren't the last podcast, it was the podcast before. We mentioned that we was going to Performance German Day. Um, I think all some of the headline sort of uh, sponsor people headline company there I, I believe I don't main, know what main the, sponsor yeah. whatever yeah um, so they're obviously there I spoke to Mark Ash and said is there any chance we can get two tickets for our guys uh, our Patreon guys so this is for you if you're not on our Patreon I'm I'm very very sorry this this is not for you um, but we I can we can go through the comments at least and what we Let's said was it. you was potentially you were you were flirting with the idea of changing the name. Of it from Evil GT to something well, else. Well, it's not my decision. It's a joint. It would have well, been yeah, a joint. Yeah. I wasn't. I just. I floated the idea. Yeah. Just purely because someone mentioned the fact I don't want evil on my T-shirt, which mm. is fine. And I was like, "Is Evil GT the right name? We should, you know, because we've still got people change channel names at hundred k. Mm. You know, it's not the channel name 
that makes the content. It's just a name that people can type in. I want us, to, you want us to on a video, you type in Evil GT and it's us too, isn't it? Yep. As much as a podcast. But we were just thinking, and to be honest, it doesn't really matter. So we did say, you know, if we were going to change the name, what would you change it to? Yeah. So we said the best comment will get, um, we'll get two tickets, obviously one for them and one for whoever they choose to bring their plus one. And, um, and we got one comment, so you have one. <laughs> yeah, you have one. <laughs> there was a few. There's not shit loads, but this is because it only went out to our... Um, or did it go out to our patrons only? I can't remember. But um, obviously, this is the people who have commented on our Patreon. So this has come directly from there. So we have... Uh, I'm trying to go through these now very quickly. Um, so uh, Nathan said... Uh, Evil GT is a brand now. It has to stay. But if it did change, I'd go with Banter GT. Banter GT. <laughs> All about the bants. Um, Dom C said, brilliant. Thanks, guys. No, I'm not your brother. Ha ha. Thank fuck for that because he's a bellend. Um, uh, <laughs> Acorn Dog said, two supermodels. He speaks to us quite a lot. On, Do you know what? Um, Ato- yeah, Acorn Dogs. He's on it. Literally, yeah. soon as stuff drops... Yeah, on it. So, so he, he wants to call us two supermodels, which I think would be ironic because we couldn't be further from two supermodels. Well, yeah, I but, mean uh, you're very you're good at the sarcasm. We'll give you that. Jason Hoskins, right? If you're if you're watching this or listening to this, Jason Hos- Hoskins said you should do a podcast on the beer. Well, mate, you're in luck because it's coming Wednesday for the Patreon well, only. People. It's already on. So when you watch oh, this, yeah, of course it, it is. It'll be on yeah, three yeah, days yeah. previous to this. So you would have seen it if you're on the Patreon. Anyway. It is, and it's only Patreon guys that. And girls who get it, uh, Ben Hooper, right? This this is something that I'd love I'd love to like thingy, but he said you'll like this one. How how about for a name change, the two mongies, the two mongies, <laughs> not the two. It's like the monkeys in it. The two mongs, the two mongies. Hey, I like that. Probably won't go down very well to the general public though. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ben. I'm not sure we can use that one. <laughs> well, we'll probably get struck off Instagram. Yeah, you I can't know, even yeah. have ultimate vag. I know. Yeah, disgusting. Um, but that's not on. You you know what we're talking about in a, in another couple of weeks when that video drops. Special. Um, it was a it was a Patreon special with Ultimate Customs featuring Mark from Awesome GTI. They've acquired that company, so yeah, we've done a podcast on that. We have, and we might as well just say that was the original name of it, Ultimate Vag. So you can imagine, yeah, the jokes oh, for two hell. hours. Yeah, about taking the piss, taking the piss out of some some Vag. And it's VAG, it's VAG, it's not even VAG, but obviously it didn't go down down all that well with Matt when he first set it up. <laughs> he got banned um, off uh, Instagram for a start. <laughs> Sam Preston. Yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah, we know Sam, um, Focus won, RS Sam. He won our Focus RS Sam, legend. Yeah. And um, he is a patron as well, good man. Cheers, um, Sam. He is said, hello boys, still loving the Focus, will only go when I buy a house at some point, struggling to think what would be a good replacement. Channel name, how about the Taxman Lovers? <laughs> Do you know what? I did actually see that uh, comment, Sam. And as soon as I seen Taxman Lovers, I was like, yeah. It, yeah. It's like, I think every single podcast I mentioned tax. Yeah, it's tax very close, good. very close to my heart. <laughs> your ass. Very right, close right. to your ass. Um, unbelievable, Jeff. Said my name with, with saying Daniel Hardick. Bit of a letdown there. Thought you'd be all over that shit like a tramp on chips. Appreciate the shout out, lads. Because I'm assuming, oh, right, it's Hardwick. I don't know. Is it? Are you saying that it's not Hardwick? I thought it was Hardwick. It's Hardwick. 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 Is that how you say it? Hardwick. Presume so. Yeah. Said my name with saying Daniel Hard. I don't know. I'm, I apologize if I said it wrong. 
but I uh, I thought it was Daniel Hardick. He's from um, Stoke. You'll have to excuse him. Angus McLaren. Hey, remember Angus McLaren? He's like, yeah. he's got to be from Scotland. And he's not, he's not even Scottish, he's is from he? Fucking, he's from Reading. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I seen that comment and I was like, oh my God. We're properly off the... That's, that is stereotyping at its ultimate. Yeah, don't you think? Definitely. Going off someone's name, Angus thinking he's Scottish. Did he, and I think I said something about being tight. Probably and did, think, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you said about that. I can't remember now. Well, he's actually coming to Castlecombe. He's there on Performance Journey oh, yeah, Day. He's going to nice. be there. So, Angus, if you're watching this, mate, or listening, make sure you come over and say hello because there's a yeah. butty in it for you. 100%. If you are tight as fuck, we'll buy you a butty. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you one. If you're not, buy us one. I'll have to get it because Lee's tight as fuck as well. So I'll Yeah, have to it's get just it. like magnets, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> just... Um, Andy Fulton asked if the Power of Evil GT got us 10% off the Performance German Day tickets. I am still trying to get that organised. Mark is saying that whoever the organisers are, like it'll be a struggle. So I am trying to get you... Um, Basically, what he's saying is the organisers are tight as fuck. There you go. They don't even know the power of the Evil GT, do they? You know, no. we need it. We need minimum 10% for We're our trying. viewers. That is the minimum we always get. Sometimes we get 15 and we do try, as always, to get your 99% off. That has not worked up to now. No. <laughs> but I'd love to Keep set trying. a company up just to give 99% off. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you'd have to mark it up by 99% to give it off. Yeah, but we could just, it's the fact of the Evil GT 99 and it gives you 99% <laughs> off. You'd be like, yes, it's finally worked. Finally, a company that works on. Yeah. Uh chap called Jason Rhodes. I wonder if that, is that Jason who we met in Dubai? Was that a different Jason? What's Jason's second name? No. Dubai Jason? No. no. Uh, not Jason Rhodes? No. Apologies. Apologies, Jason. Um, brilliant podcast again, guys. Thanks for the shout out. I'd keep Evil GT name, or you could use the ball guys. The ball guys, yeah. Not I'm like the fall guy. The, the fall guy from the 80s. I didn't watch that before my time. That. He, had a, um, he had a Ford with an F 150, an old one. Right. The fall guy. Yeah. The stunt man. I think I've stunt, heard of it. He was a stuntman like, um, like Nathan. Really? Yeah. Um, Nathan Jones reckons we should be called Manx in a Mansion. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> Manky, not, manky Manx. Not that you are both Manx or always just in the mansion, but the podcast is, so you know. Well, uh, anyway, keep yeah. on smashing it. Look forward to the next one and seeing you guys at some car meets and track days this year. Maybe we could do an Evil GT patron-only track day. That is in the, the pipe works, mate. We've we've met a chap who organises track days, so I'm going to have a chat with him about that to see if we can get a patron-only one sorted out. So we leave, Definitely, yeah, 100%. We're trying our hardest to get that sorted out. Yeah. Uh, Adam Krellin said dad and lad GT dad, your, your dad says that about you yeah, dad and lad does, doesn't dad he? and yeah. lad yeah um, uh, Ian C said I, I say keep the name um, I get it doesn't make sense but it works <laughs> <laughs> it does work There's a re do you know what the the thing doesn't with all make names sense really, does it? No, no it makes no sense whatsoever but the re the thing with names is there's always a story behind it do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the story. It's right there, right behind us. Evil GTR, EV11 GTR. That's where that name comes from. Yeah. And anyone that knows, knows that. But well, we'll probably still be telling people in years, if we're still doing it in years, that is. Hopefully we are. Well, Peter Coombs is the chap who said, I wouldn't have it, I wouldn't buy something because it had got evil, evil on it. So we're looking into like a logo and having just like a nice little logo somewhere or just something something other than you know something with evil gt on it so we are looking into that but he said why don't you call it mini me gt <laughs> everyone wants to keep the gt though don't they yeah yeah um, well gt towards cars that's why we just shortened it to gt yeah there's loads of gt versions of all kinds of cars i mean 
and you can relate it to loads of different things relating to cars. It's just a it's a it's a good car like GTI, GTR, GTS. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. loads of GT and then you've got Grand Tourer and just Bentley is it a GT? There's loads GT, of yeah. there's loads of GT stuff, isn't there? Yeah. So yeah, it, I think GT rep, it refers to, even though it doesn't refer to it, that's not where we did the name. It's because of the number plate with the GTR. But it's still, it's there, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, this is the reason why we can't change it. Go on. So Paul Chadwick says, great podcast again, guys. Putin is a cunt. Defo right there, Ben. You better not change your name. I've got two hats, two T-shirts, a hoodie, <laughs> and an evil GT sticker in my back window. If you did, I'd suggest two litres of momentum and a packet of tissues the way things are going up in price and all the taxes, eh, Lee? <laughs> yeah. So that is the reason why the the, um, the name can't change, but it's still funny to hear some, uh, you know, some suggestions. So who are we actually giving the tickets to? Uh, I don't know yet. There's still more. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I thought the tomorrow. way you said that then, I, was, no. I thought that was... No, but Paul, thank you very much for buying all that merch, mate, and for supporting the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Very, very... Excuse me, very much appreciated. We'll Thank get you. some more stuff in eventually. He's got a meeting with a guy uh, tomorrow uh, regarding some designs on sort of stuff. So hopefully that bears some fruit. Yeah, I think this chap's only half right here, though. Kevin Dobbin uh, says, Evil GT is a brilliant name. I'd keep it. That's the right part of what he said. Maybe the name Stabbed Rats as a representation of your love of speed and work ethic. Well, only half of us has work ethic. I don't know about the other one. But uh, would lend itself to some cool logos for merchandise and stuff, or maybe something new coat related. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever thought of doing some reaction videos? Well, that is in the the pipeline. We've actually we done are, one. Yeah. We've done one, but um, I it, wasn't too sure on it. It was only a test video. Yeah, we need so, to do some funny shit. React to some funny stuff and and car related yeah. funny stuff. So we'll we'll that is in the pipe work. We've got the stuff here, and we were just going to get the laptop there and do the stuff and just yeah, just react to it. It was um, it it can be done. We've done it. We just need to do some better stuff not us it was just we were reacting to like crash footage yeah and it was like oh oh what a fucking dickhead oh yeah you know, no, you're just swearing calling people dickheads and or just it's sharp intake of breath and you were just i was literally for most of it was like what the fuck have i just seen yeah it, oh, really, it was hard to react to because you was just in complete like shock yeah um aiden anderson was the guy who was shaving his ass when you started right. talking about the arse shaving, I instantly knew it was me. Just to clear up the record, I don't shave my arse. However, there are plenty of moisturisers out there to prevent it from itching. How would he know that if he hadn't shaved yeah, his arse? you've been shaving. You've had a little shave. Landscaping. Yeah. Keep up the good work, lads. You've just made my day. I really needed that. Thank you very much for uh, supporting the um, the channel, Aidan. Very much appreciated, mate. Yep. Cheers, um, mate. Mm, uh, I don't reckon the channel needs a name change. Plus, my missus says Lee looks like Dr. Evil, so it works. <laughs> Dr. Evil. <laughs> $100 dollars dollars Get in. I'll take that. Keep That's me funny. out on. Um, and then um, Andy Butlin yep. sent us quite a long one saying, cheers for the shout out, lads. You two are definitely Northern Monkeys. That can be your new name, the Northern Monkeys. I love that. That's got to be the best name. You two owe me a breakfast for that, or two tickets to the car show. Do you know I, what? I do like that name. The Northern Monkeys, Do you yeah. know why I like it? Because why? when we spoke to um, the track guy from the other night, we were pissed, and I said, we're not such and such, we're Northern Monkeys. Yeah, Southern Fairies. And then I said, you're a Southern Fairy. <laughs> but to a guy I, he just met. To a guy he just met. So, um, <laughs> But he was a proper Southerner, and I was oh, like... Yeah. What, um, what, what, what? 
and it because I wanted to put that in, mm. I had to call those Northern Monkeys. Yeah. But now now he said that, yeah. The Northern Monkeys, that's, yeah, that's gotta be the best that, name. That's up to now is the is the is the best one. Um even yes. though we're not allowed to change it, supposedly. Definitely. Well, um I mean, if that's because we could have a monkey as a as a as a thing. We could. I mean, it's staying as Evil GT, but yeah, we could. We could still have a monkey. We could still, we could still have a monkey as a logo or something. Well, we could have a, like the Northern Monkeys. Well, could we not have a T-shirt with Northern Monkey on it? Yeah, and then just have a monkey. Limited run. Limited run. There I'd, you go. I'd wear that because I am a Northern Monkey. I'll pay for the tickets we're about to give away. I mean, that's giving monkeys a bad name, but <laughs> it know. is. Yeah, but uh, Andy Butlin, I think you might have just won yourself two yeah. tickets there, mate. I, yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, all the other stuff, yeah, the tax man stuff, every, yeah, every other, they're all good, but unfortunately, Northern Monkeys, and we didn't actually pre-sort pre, pre sort of like oh, think no. of that, as soon as I heard it and then you just said so. Yeah, we were both on the same page with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Andy Butlin, give us a shout. Just send us a um, an inbox, like a private message on Patreon, uh, so we've got your details, mate, and we'll get the two tickets sent out to you. Guys, if we had, um, what, 320 how many do you what's 160 times? Yeah, 320 tickets to give away. We'd we'd give them to all of you, uh, but obviously we, would, we can't yeah. do that. We would. Um, so thank much, you very how much. How much are these tickets anyway? I've, I think they're 18 quid each. Well, yeah, we definitely can't do 300 then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be going backwards on the Patreon, <laughs> won't we? I know, yeah. yeah. And we're only, ab- we're only able to give them away because we've had them for free. Well, yeah, Mark, <laughs> we, we blagged them out of Mark. Mark was like, I'm sure I can get you two. Um but uh, but yeah, we're still working on the ten percent on the rest of them. Yeah, and let us know if you can't make it for whatever reason. Your circumstances have changed, and then we'll just give them to someone else. Yeah. So um, if I'm not saying this, I don't know. Just just let us know if you can't do it, and then we can give them to someone else, can't we? Yes. Because definitely. we do we do definitely one hundred percent want to meet. We c- if we could meet everybody down there. It'd be great. Yeah. But obviously, that's the plan. It's not our show. It's not no. our party. We can't invite everyone. If it was, we'd just invite everybody. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of work involved in trying to get you know people together. I think a track day would be a good way, a good way to start. Try and get people to Alton Park. Bring your cars along. We'll go for a little hoon around. And, and do you know another thing as well with a track day? You what? know when you do a car meet. Yeah, it's good. They're good for whatever reason they're good for. Um, but like you're just turning up and then you're just walking around looking at people's cars with a track day meet. It's like yes, let's get out on track and let's enjoy the day yeah, and stuff. Rather than stood there, Just stood around like looking at cars. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, fucking hell, your tailpipe's massive, mate. <laughs> you know, and it's just like let's just fucking get out, let's smash, and then we can just have a bit of fun on yeah, track. Yeah, you can watch Lee come off because he does that every time. Standard, mate. Like yeah. Standard. Um, but no, uh, Andy Butlin, thank you very much. Yeah, let us know. Drop us a, uh, a DM in uh, Patreon. Let us know if you can't make it. Hopefully, you can. Fingers crossed. Um, let us know if you can't. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you very much to everyone yep. for, for listening. Guys. Thank you to YouTube guys. Thank you to Patreon guys. And uh, thank you to the guys who follow us on our main YouTube channel because that's what we're here for. Effectively, this is just a bit of an added extra yeah. bonus. And to everybody that is on the main YouTube channel, there's quite a few thousand people watching that now. Unfortunately, you can't join us on Patreon, you know, because you're too tight to pay the three quid. But <laughs> if you do fancy letting go of three pound plus that, yeah. Get over on Patreon because you get a little bit more and it's yeah. well worth the money. And, um, you know, it, we do appreciate the uh, the support. We do. But I'm only joking about the uh, three quid, you're too tight. But there's some of you out there will be too tight. Because <laughs> I know, because I'm tight as fuck as well. There you go. And um, Ben knows that. There yeah, you go. That was, that's our ending. That, that is. 
That is um, our ending little bit there. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. See you soon. See you next week. Bye.